0: I don't care if you've been playing gambit and trying to get our core to throw that ass in the circle all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Tide. I'm your host, the dude part of the Live Direct from the Beast. Just smoking out there with all that deck shit on my left. The oldest ninja in the world. Old ninja. You know
1: what? I don't care if you've been trying to raid all weekend when you said you was raid ready and you sure the fuck ain't. If you up, <laughs> smash that
0: like button. <laughs> I'm <not far> right, <laughs> engineer i one to do that on French
2: Boss Insert funny intro here.
0: Alright. <laughs> Did you use brackets with that
2: or was yes, that the asterisk yes. that was a forward slash or some shit, I don't know. <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh we back up in this motherfucker once again. Uh, usually, I don't know if it's too early. How are we doing on statistical analysis? It's
2: not too early. Uh, first, in the chat would be I'm pretty sure. Uh, my boy Steve, uh, thank you very much. He's been uh, listening a lot lately, and he's also I think one of our one of our largest single donators for rescue residents. So thank you very much. He recently helped fund the trip for two of the board members and an intern to go out to. Ohio and pick up the ambulance, finally. So I was supposed to go, but my life is a shit show. Y'all know that. Recently, the past, like, three months have been not great, so I didn't get a chance to go. But um, the CEO, another board member, and oh, I'm sorry, the president, another board member and an intern got to go out there and drive the ambulance all the way back from Ohio to um, the high desert of California, and it made it. So oh, I'm, right on. I'm excited to go and see them and eventually and see the ambulance, because it's a real thing. Um, and apparently it had no AC. So... Uh, damn. Yeah. I was like... No,
0: is a high desert around the uh, 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 Death Valley area? Yeah, where De- is Death, Death Valley desert. area.
2: It's tw- they, they live near 29 Palms. So y- Yucca Valley, oh, okay. d- you know, Death Valley area. You know, somewhere where it's really hot, where you really want to have fucking AC. So maybe I'm <laughs> kind of glad I didn't go, but I, I still wanted to go. So <laughs> I would have been like, can we pick up, like, some... Uh, a can of AC on the way, just see so I could charge it real quick. God like, damn! It just, um, uh, like <laughs> like in space balls, where you like. <sharp inhale> <laughs> that should
0: Death Valley is supposed to be like basically over one fifteen <laughs> all fucking week.
2: Yeah, well, they're probably in like the one twenties by now. I mean, it's, it's yeah, been, it's been crazy. So, Oof. yeah, um, so yeah, I'm very proud of the the direction that Rescue Residence is going. I'm looking forward to actually getting back into the fold. I've been kind of out of it for the past you know three-ish months um because of obvious reasons i've talked about it before i'm not gonna repeat it again but uh i'm gonna get back into it uh starting tomorrow um with the board meeting and get caught up as much as i can and then take on start taking on some responsibility slowly not all right away because i still got a lot of shit i gotta take care of especially because i gotta go to a wedding next week but and there's other shit i gotta take care of but yeah i'm looking forward to getting back into it and helping people so um also, other stats is the listener of the week is the same dude, Steve. So, he's... <laughs> he's done he's just it killing out. it. Yeah, also known as uh, X O R Zor in the chat. Um, so, thanks, man. Thanks for supporting us. And um, two of my ventures. So, yeah. Thank you.
0: Good shit. Old uh, ninja. Okay.
2: No, no. He's, he, I guess it is one only 115. So, yeah. I thought it would be harder than 115 in the Yucca Valley right now. But, yeah. So it's not oh, it's oh, not too oh. bad in air quotes. If I did air quotes there, it might catch the air on fire. I'm just saying.
1: Oh, hey, X or he's uh, he's in the chat.
2: Yeah. I didn't th- mm-hmm. that in the beginning.
1: Oh, he was, oh, yeah, sorry. I was still looking at uh, some other stats. No, that's so, all good.
0: Old Ninja, <laughs> you usually pour out something that is... I guess yellowy tan brown, and it's got you know a head to it, and it's in a forty-ounce bottle. What you doing this week, and for whom, Uh
1: I guess this week we're gonna pour out some lemonade to prodigy's uh, raid going skills. God uh.
0: damn, <laughs> lemonade! I didn't even get a yeah. Mickey's or nothing.
1: Oh, uh, you get lemonade. Uh. At least, hey, lemonade's good on a hot day, so be somewhat appreciated. That it wasn't horse piss. So. Yeah, dang.
0: <laughs> How about you? You you really don't have any?
1: Yeah, no, I, I really don't. Okay, um, all good. I I didn't see uh, a whole lot. I mean, I did uh, two weeks ago. There was a huge plethora, so I figured that might chew people over there because there's some heavy hitters that passed. So for real. Um, I think I saw one, but I'll I'll pick it up next week because it was kind of late and. Uh, I couldn't verify,
0: so... Yeah, it's always the worst that we've done that before where we've, like, thought that some, some celebrity yeah. had died and they haven't quite died yet, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. they're hanging on or some false bullshit. And then, you know, it's got egg on our face, so... Verify.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Where y'all want to go first, God damn it! So much going on.
2: Have y'all been yeah. uh, watching the House of the Dragon at all?
0: Yeah, it's only been
1: two
2: episodes though. Prodigy, yeah.
0: have you watched it? I haven't seen it's episode two, but go ahead.
2: Oh no, I don't Please. want to spoil the show out of this for you.
0: No, 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 no. The listeners need to go, ahead. go you, ahead. You know what I might? Fun.
2: You know what I might do in the future? I, I, before we talk about this, all right? I listened to uh, a really good podcast called uh, Stuff You Should Know, and they mm. did a really cool thing about spoilers in like one of their episodes, where they literally said um, we're going to talk about spoilers, but we're going to put it at the end of the episode. So basically, what they did was. They talk about the spoiler, and they just cut it at the, and put it at the end. That way, you can just skip it <laughs> like, all together. Like, if mm. I had time, maybe I'll do that with some of the spoilers that are like. But this is, this is more than two days, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go whatever. ahead. whatever. I'm late. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, House of the Dragon took a really gross turn in the show. Um, I'm going to keep watching it, but I hope that like, they, they kind of fix this. And it has to do with, like, um, potential child brides of, like, selling a 10-year-old to, like, an older dude to, like, become an... And it was just like, okay, that's... All right. (laughs) So, but it's also the same show that cut off a dude's dick and fed it to him. So, you know, there's that. Um, It was just, to me, it became extra gross, especially because, like, the the little girl was a person of color. And it just, like, kind of... I was like, ugh, like, we're 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 doing that? Like, really? So... Yeah, that was uh, a little hard to watch, but also it was hard to watch, like, you know, in the last episode, the wife get brutally fucking just dismantled for a baby. Mm. And then and the baby died. So, yeah, it was, it's a fucked mm-hmm. up show so far. So I, I guess they're just hitting it on, like, all the fucked up shit they can do. I'm just, I don't know what the next episode is going to be. It's got to be, like, some crazy, like, a a unicorn raping a woman or a dude or some shit with a horn or something. I don't know. They, the the unicorn actually, raping. They to went r- uping.
0: Double vaginal, double anal. It's coming. (laughs) Come on.
1: (laughs) Oh, actually, we might have. Yeah, we might have gotten that in the first episode
2: and just missed (laughs) the orgy scene. Mm. So, what did you think about this episode, old ninja? So, (laughs) alluding to what you're
1: going back to what you were just talking about, it was very disturbing because, like, when it's literally the parents are trying to force like a child. Onto a grown-ass man. And in another instance, another grown-ass man is trying to push his teenage daughter on a grown-ass man. So they're vying for his affection for this, air quotes here, for the sake of the realm. But the king, he's just like, what the fuck? What are you guys trying to do? What would you have me do? And they're just like, well you know, marrying their daughter would strengthen your house and prove that you're, you know, your lineage for, for, you know, a century or longer, you know, would strengthen your house and strengthen the um, fuck's um, King's Landing and all this shit. And he's like, he, he's just like, you know, asking people of his court, what do you think? And they're like, yeah, I think you should do it. And he, he's just like, are you serious? Like this person, this girl is twelve. They're like, yeah, but she was ten. No, she says she's twelve. Oh, or they 12? say I thought she was ten. Yeah, he says yeah. she's twelve. She says she she looks ten, but she's twelve. And like, there's a scene where they're talking, and the the king asks her, "Well, she she pleads the case that the marriage between the two of them will strengthen the house and their lineage for decades to come," and he's like. Uh, did your father tell you to say that? And she just kind of shies away. And he's like, yeah, okay, so like, what does your mother say? She's like, oh, I don't have to bed you until I'm 14. Damn. Like, uh, it's yeah. all bad. But the king, the king, he doesn't want to do it because she's a kid. And there's someone else that's older but still, like, a minor, at least, you know, to us. I mean, she's, like, probably 18, Maybe? Maybe. But, you know, he pledges to marry, you know, a, a teenage girl, which upsets the balance of power and all this stuff. So it's kind of, it was a little strange. I can't say that they avoided a book. Bu- I mean, I'm pretty sure HBO was not going to air like, you know, child brides and all that shit, but no. them, them talking <laughs> about it bad enough, in my opinion. I'm just glad they didn't go for They didn't pull the trigger on it. I was like, holy shit. But,
2: and they also had... Have- Oh. He's uh paused again, he's in the upside down. It's probably gonna drop in a second. So sorry y'all. Um yeah, oh no, it's me. Shit. People I'm like, the one. Hold on. I, I was I was offline for a second. There we go. And now I'm back. So oh. Oh. yeah, this is I need to buy. <laughs> it on the list is I, I bought some Cat Six A cable to like run to the hmm. to the because 'cause I'm, I'm actually kinda far from the house. I'm at the edge of my Wi-Fi, um, so I'm actually really surprised that it actually still works from this far away, but um, it got delayed in shipping, so hopefully I'll have it all ran by next week. So next week I should have excellent connection. So,
1: okay. But yeah, I think next week will be a more swashbuckling, um, action adventure with the uh, the crab trappers or the crab the crab feeders, I think that's what they call them. That's they're what's literally, up. <laughs> yeah, they're torturing they're literally torturing people with like sea crabs, which is really, really it was gross.
2: And it starts the episode that way. And it ends the episode that way. It was eating motherfuckers alive. Like, yeah, all yeah. that. And they were like they were like not big They were like crabs like this big. Just a whole bunch of them just like yeah, tearing them apart. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, just crawling all over guys, screaming in agony as they're just eating them. And they have this, like... I, I can't say it's an ogre. It just looks like someone that got severely burned, and they, like, put a metal plate on their face or something, some crazy shit. And I was like, what the fuck? So I, I think next week will be, like, a more... Uh, sea, like a sea battle or something. There'll probably, There's probably going to be a battle.
2: Oh, well, it's me again, I think. Yeah.
1: But it was a little cringy just talking about a grown ass man marrying a twelve year old girl. So
2: you, you, know. you get any
0: map scenes? Did you, you you see any of that? Was there any maps overview of the whole land or the mm. realm or whatever? Or no, not yet. It, maybe it, in the beginning, kind of. But
1: yeah, yeah, it's it is, but it's like it's kind of overtaken by like because it's trailed by blood, mm. and like blood is there's kind of a lot, so it's kind of like it's kind of hard to kind of follow because you're kind of focused on the blood and it washes through like a lot of the, uh, the land, but Gosh, everything ends up, everything ends at King's landing with the dragons. So,
2: yeah, and this, uh, this episode, uh, is again, uh, leading or kind of alluding to my theory that, um, the brother, what's his name? Dare. God damn I forget his name. Oh, Damon. Yeah. Damon. Damon, Damon Targaryen, that he wiped down the whole, uh, iron Throne with poison of some sort to infect his brother because like now you see his, his pinky that got cut on the Iron Throne now it's withering away it's basically all, it's all fucked up they have to like put it in maggots to eat all the way all the dead flesh and his back wound is still there um, he's probably got staff of some sort back in the day um, so yeah I'm fairly certain that, that that his whole plan was to kill his brother that way and then take over the throne and but he's not dying fast enough another shit happen, and yeah, I think he's going to come back um, in force, um, probably after the king dies, because he's, he's going to die in a pretty horrible way from probably Sepsis or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: he's like literally like rotting.
1: <laughs> I mean he looks okay now, but there's now. his digits in his back. It's like by the fourth or fifth episode, he's probably not going to be able to walk. Uh, didn't the brother
0: get banished after the first episode? Is he,
1: he out did. of the world?
2: Yeah, he's gone. Oh, but yeah. yeah,
1: we see Dragonstone again. Dragonstone before, it's all fucked up. So in Game of Thrones, we see Dragonstone with Daenerys gets there. It's all fucked up. It's like water damage, and there's, like, ceilings missing. This is a complete, like, castle. Mm. With a dragon, like, pen and shit. So, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Good shit, yeah. I, I need to fucking catch up. I just... Uh, this week was not the week, but it sounds interesting, obviously, besides old child bride stuff, which, gotta say, unfortunately, yeah, that is legal in certain states here in this country in 2022, to a certain extent. And I mean, like, as young as 14, 15.
2: Yeah, um, and, like and that. in 2022, people are still pushing for a pregnant, like, child to have a baby, force them to have a baby, because of, because yep. of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So... It is not just Middle Ages or you know, centuries ago, yeah. but um, and and maybe that'll bring some I don't know awareness or whatever to just how fucking weird and sick it is. But
1: who knows? Yeah. More mm-hmm. dragons
0: on this one though. You see dragons? Oh yeah, I
1: is didn't it, want to bring it well, up. But, it. Yeah, yeah. You you see some dragons?
0: Yeah,
2: dragons are always cool. You, you put dragons in anything, I, I'm fucking I'm down.
1: You put dragons yeah. and
2: cops. If they had cops on dragons, I'm 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 good. Like I'll, I'll watch I'll watch cops again.
1: Yeah, I mean I did. I thought the scene, however brief it was with the dragons, was fucking dope as fuck. But I I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it. I know a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff that people are watching. There's pe- stuff that people are prepared getting prepared to watch. So.
0: How, how many dragons are there, though? Just in in this world, two episodes so far that we there, know
2: of. There's a lot. There's like at least, I would say probably around two dozen. At oh, least. Wow. yeah.
1: I mean, we've only seen two,
2: but they but, but they talk but about there being way more. I'm pretty yeah, sure it was talk, somewhere around two dozen.
1: They talk about one. They talk about one of them that's like roaming the land, and I guess it's like massive. Like it's so big, they don't know how to quantify how big it is. <laughs> So, and then there's, like, a bunch of little ones, and there's dragon eggs. I feel like those things are everywhere.
2: Damn.
0: So, holy, holy shit. All right. Well,
2: let's bring you in on a, on a TV show conversation, uh, Prodigy, because I'm actually glad that you like this show. I was kind of worried that maybe you wouldn't like it. Which but you do like it. Episode is called Sand... or oh, I'm sorry, episode. This, the TV series is called Sandman, and, I, and you yeah. said you liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that one a lot. Um, I'm only... Shit! What is it?
2: Three, maybe four in. Okay, let's talk about the first two then, because I have watch for, but i I've listened to the books, so yeah. I know what's gonna happen. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean,
0: uh, for for me, and again, I, I went in completely blind, uh, other than what you guys said about it that first week or two. Um, didn't know much about this character really in terms of the lore and all of that and how he fit into this world, but uh, he's got that. That helm, that Ruby and his sand. Yeah. And he's been imprisoned for I think a century or close to it, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um that in and of itself, and then that whole sleeping disease, which I guess there is really a real been... disease that's <laughs> yeah, similar really. to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, barely, talk- you know,
1: not similar, I guess exactly. At least the name of the disease is is biological or biologic, biologically correct, I guess. Yeah. So I yeah. guess it's Time frame it actually happened it might be a year or two off, but still happened.
0: Mhm. So that's that's wild as fuck. But um, most most importantly, I like the fucking the lore, the writing, uh, the set design. Everything seems otherworldly with like what he was imprisoned in, the dream world. Uh, it's got some almost Harry Potterish elements at times, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also just seems like I want to see where the fuck this is going next. It, uh, the Nightmares, the one guy without any fucking eyes is creepy
2: <laughs> as shit. No, not, does he recognize what, what they are for eyes? Uh, I, I think he's too early to, no, to he see. No, if he's on episode three or four, he would have seen it already. He's seen episode one, really. Mm, I guess maybe yeah.
0: I missed it then. What his, are
2: they? His eyes are teeth. They're teeth? Oh. Next time yeah. you see him, they're, his eyes are teeth. They're like little mouths. And so, like the first, the okay. first uh, scene that you see him in, it's it kind of explained more on the in the books, I guess. But when you see like the first scene where like the, the woman is missing her eyes, it's because he ate out her eyes with his eyes. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah he's actually he's a pretty fucked up, dude. Because <laughs> because uh, there's a, there's a scene
1: early on because they try to elude that he has weird eyes, but he cuts instead of him just he cuts the eyes out. And then he feeds into his eyes, but you, he's not facing the camera. Mm. I think around episode three or four is when you fully like he fully takes them off. But I, I don't, I don't know if Prodigy's gotten that part yet. They, they do he, I've seen
0: him one and I've
2: two. Seen, yeah, I've seen him take
0: it. I've seen him take his glasses off. I right. just didn't recognize the whole mouth aspect, but yeah,
2: uh, they're, they're definitely mouths. I mean, you can see the teeth. They're like, but they're flat teeth. Maybe that's why I didn't really recognize them. They're like flat mm. white teeth. I okay. mean
1: you'll see them again it's not they are yeah. shown prominently later on for sure
0: yeah but so far so far so good I'm fucking intrigued it, it just was one of those things where I didn't get a chance to go back to it this past week you know but yeah i like it a fucking lot it seems like they put money money into this mm-hmm. like, a t- like it seemed like they spared at least the first 3 episodes or whatever spared almost no expense in terms of like the budget and whatnot what, uh, but what did you guys think I know, old as You already talked about. You finished everything, single episode, oh, yeah.
1: right? I couldn't stop myself. It was so good. <laughs> um, I will say this: uh, it was definitely a very dark fantasy that I, I I really liked, and in a in a weird way, it still kind of fits in with. And I already said it before. In the comics last summer, they did a crossover.
0: Wait one more time. Rewind. Rewind. Come back. With you broke up a little bit. It fits in with
1: what? Lock and key, which is also on Netflix, and also a comic. And they had last summer. They had a crossover. I think it's a little too early to get that on uh, on film as a TV series. But I think a lot of fans are going to be excited that maybe that's coming in the future. So Hmm. we'll see.
2: But Lock and Key is. I thought that was Marvel, wasn't it? Is that DC? I don't know, actually. I, I might be oh, another you know vertical. I'm thinking of uh, the other duo. The Cloak dude. Oh, you're thinking Cloak and Dagger? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that definitely or... wouldn't
1: fit. So, yeah. yeah, no. But Lock and Key fits pretty nicely. Like a Lock and Key? <laughs> and, and, and Lock and Key has like two, three seasons now, right? On its third season, which just came out literally the week after Sandman. Good shit. Okay.
0: Alright, yeah, I mean... So far, uh, Carlos, go ahead and get in. You you said you have seen the first one or two.
2: Before I saw the first two, and what I really like about I mean, the, obviously, the production value is is was rather high. And what's cool is like they seem to be using like an older style of filmmaking in the show. I think it's David S. Goyer. I think he's a director, and um, just the style, mm-hmm. like the look of the of the way they're making. It's not really a film. It's they're basically filming it as a film. So I'm I'm gonna call mm-hmm. it a film, even though it's a episodic series. But the way they're filming it. It's kind of like an, an old-school method. Like, the, the the filters that they're using is kind of old-school filters. Um, all the fills they have to it, like, looks really kind of old-school, but with a modern twist, with, like, using modern CGI and stuff like that, I think is really cool. The, one of the best things about the show that probably Prodigy does probably enjoy is that they're going through different uh, mythologies throughout the whole show. So, like, you know, you see, like, Cain and Abel... In you know episode two, and that's like really cool to see them. And then you get to see like gargoyles and shit like that, and like you know death and Morpheus, you know you know these these greater than gods, you know beings in the in the universe, are like really interesting to see. And I'm a, I'm a huge uh, mythology fan, and so like seeing these mythological things like come to life on the screen is it's it's just amazing to me. Like, but what's funny to me is like when I, when Cain and Abel came on the show in the book. From what I remember, it was like way more violent. Like they they don't show like the violence that Cain does to Abel really um, in the show for some reason. From what I remember, I don't know why they did th- why they did that, but maybe they are kind of trying to tone it down a little bit. But um, it's definitely more violent from what I remember in the in the book. But it's still really really cool and like seeing like where they're gonna go next and like when they. I don't know if you're at the point to where they introduce like his. Old, I think his wife or his girlfriend it's like really interesting um, him trying to find her and like get her out of like whatever it's just like it's, it's really cool uh, it reminds me of like because I think Neil Gaiman was also the writer of American Gods so and he also he wrote a bunch of other myth- mythological takes on stuff so I-, I love the way that he reinvents you know rather well regarded mythology um, throughout the world, and just like mixes them all in together, and we're like, "Hey, this is way cooler this way, isn't it?" And it is. So, thank you for writing like that way. I really appreciate it. You yeah, wanna... <laughs> I, I saw some. <laughs> Sorry, you want it really quick. You want to know what else he
1: wrote? He
2: wrote a whole bunch yeah. of shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, but one of them's kind of like a what a lot of kids have seen, but it's very dark. It's Coraline. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Was now I always associate that with Tim. Tim Burton. He's Am I director. wrong on that? Yeah, he's the director, but it was okay. written by Neil mean. Gotcha. Okay. um The thing that uh, I saw interesting online about uh, Sandman was they were kind of iffy on whether or not a season two would actually happen just based on the budget alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, I, I really hope to see more. You know what I mean? Because once you get a taste. You know, you want this uh, this fucking shit to continue. I think it's doing well. I mean, a whole bunch of people are talking about it. Some people, like the old ninja, slammed through it the first fucking two or three days. Yeah, but, three days, yeah. man.
1: I had to pace myself because I was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I got sucked in. It was just... I just like that tone and this dark fantasy stuff. And it's funny, because Neil Gaiman and um, David S. Goyer were working on this very closely. Like, Neil Gaiman... Uh, um, you can watch the interviews with the actors online. It's on YouTube. Right? Um, the actors are like, "Hey, at the casting, Neil gaiman was there. He literally handpicked each actor for their part. Like he he okayed them at the casting call. Like, hey, I want this person, and I want this person. I guess they weren't when they went. They weren't aware that he was going to be there.
2: Nice.
1: So one of the actors, the, the actress that plays death." She had read the the novels or the graphic novels and didn't know he was going to be there. So she kind of, she kind of, <laughs> yeah. She found out with him sitting there, so she kind of freaked out a little bit. But
0: so the the one that's playing the Sandman, I had never seen this fucking actor before, but he is a creepy looking dude. Is yeah. that close to the book? Is he? Is yeah. that pretty accurate. Are you he looks a
2: bit of- very accurate to the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even like even like his hair and like the way he's skinny but kind of ripped it's fucking weird but yeah
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, he he looks otherworldly. <laughs> you know I and mean? yeah. <laughs> I'm <just> like, okay. <laughs> Let's fucking go. This this works. He, he doesn't seem like he's from earth. So, yeah, I'm I'm down to see more. I'll definitely catch up all the way probably this weekend.
1: So, did you see where he escaped or no? Did he yes. escape?
0: Yes. He's definitely out um His one librarian uh, Mm -hmm. person,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, She she was like, "Hey, you know, things have changed a whole lot since you've been gone." (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's out. He's out in the world, and uh, he wanted he wants to get back his helm, his ruby, and his fucking sand. So. Oh, so
1: you haven't gotten? He hasn't
0: retrieved any yet. No, not quite yet.
1: Oh boy, that's the adventure right there. That's what. Man,
2: so now you're about are... to meet characters. <laughs> People are yeah. making like the Sandman Morpheus helmets now on oh. Etsy. It looks it looks really good. Like, yeah, creepy. Dude, creepy I want to see
0: cosplay of it. I want to see Halloween costumes. Let's go. Yeah. Bro,
1: the cosplay of it is literally just a nine inch nails fucking video. <laughs> 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 That's what that shit looks like. Are you Trent <laughs> Reznor? <wild>. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Holy fucking shit. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm all the way fucking digging that shit. I uh it's eleven episodes, right?
1: Yes, they they introduced a a eleventh extra episode like a week and a half after. I watched that one. That one was a little weird, but it also gained a shit ton of lore. Like a lot of shit between him and this new character. So I was like, What the fuck? It's crazy.
0: But shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, did we finish up uh, all of the stuff with GamesCon last week? I can't remember. Did we get it?
2: Most of them. I think we got the the vast majority of it. I mean, there was probably a little bit more, but we got we got most. We got the heavy hitters.
0: So okay,
2: yeah. What what are you what are you
0: doing Steam Deck wise these days?
2: Uh, right now, I'm playing a game that actually is not Steam Deck verified, but it works on Steam Deck. <laughs> so this is what I love about Steam Deck: is that even though shit doesn't work, you can. You can either get, either it's going to work right away, or you can do like some tweak that'll make it work. Um, I did, I did, I made Riftbreaker work with it, with a tweak that I looked up on like a Steam Deck forum. And then, um, Loopmancer, I got to work on there, basically out of the box. So Loopmancer is really cool. It's basically like a, like a rogues-like game. Um, that's a side-scroller, uh, shooter and like melee thing. It's, it, it's really cool. It's all about like reflexes and shit like that. And it's, you have a sword, a gun, and some grenades and shit, and you're just fucking everybody and cutting off limbs and shit. It's, uh, mm. it's a lot of fun. So right now that's what I'm playing, but usually I, I, usually, I usually go back to um, Vampire Chronicle, Vampire Survivors because that game is it's basically cocaine at this point. And <laughs> uh, what was the other one that I played? Oh, and uh, Have a Nice Death, another rogues-like game um, that's incredibly fun to play, and it's difficult, and I, I die a lot, but I'm death, so it doesn't matter. I just come back.
0: Uh, you, um, you're not no longer on that lamb sacrifice, something.
2: I was trying, but I kind of messed up. I need to go back to it. Um, it's called the uh, the cult of lamb. It's, it's incredibly fun, but I messed up a little bit because I like you have to make basically you have like a, you have a legit cult, right? You have to build up like this cult to like be to help you like with you know getting extra equipment and gear and like raising your life and all that stuff up. And I messed up a little bit in the game by like not having enough resources. But I I need to go back and play it to like kind of fix that. And, um, uh, make sure I have enough resources to like continue playing the game. Um, but it's, it's still a lot of fun. I just haven't played it for the past like week. Cause I've been trying to play like different games and like just fucking with it. Um, so far it's been a lot of fun. One thing I did notice, um, today is that I got, cause I have the, um, the 300 and I'm sorry, not 300, the 512 gig version. It comes with, like a free virtual keyboard, <laughs> um, Oh well, it's like a it's like a skin, but I think the skin on that because I looked it up because like I was typing on it earlier, and there's like super it's it doesn't register all my clicks for some reason. Oh, and I think it has to do with like that virtual keyboard, um, and it kind of sucks. So I need to go. I I think it's just the virtual keyboard that I'm using. I'm gonna go back to the default one and see if it's any better. But that's definitely something that I noticed recently of like not working as great as it should. But luckily, you don't, uh, if unless you go to like desktop mode. You don't really have to worry about the keyboard that much unless you're searching for a game, in which case you'll miss like a click or two in a search. But if you're trying to like type shit, like your password or something like that, it's extremely fucking annoying to deal with that um, with the keyboard. I don't know if that's like a reason thing. To, actually, it's not a reason because I, I looked it up and it's been an issue with like a lot of people. So um, I, I can plug in a keyboard though and just make it work just fine. So, hmm. okay. Uh, really quick, uh, there's a couple things we,
1: I'm surprised Chronos didn't brought this up. Unless I wasn't paying attention. But there's maybe three things you might have missed. A couple big things. One was, the, the did we talk about the new DualSense? The DualSense Edge? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That, that did happen last week, yeah. Uh, there was that. There was also the... Um, what am I looking for? I just passed it. Uh, I guess the former boss of uh, GTA. He has a new open world game coming out. It's called Everywhere, and there's, like, a trailer. I talked about that. Um, you know, was it Everywhere? Uh, well, was it It's – well, let's be honest. Did you watch the trailer? No, I didn't. I just – I heard about it, but I didn't get a chance to watch the trailer.
2: It's a, it's a big nothing burger trailer. For mm-hmm. real. Uh, it, it, so, it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of bullshit that tells you nothing, and um, it has, like, a whole bunch of stuff that could work, but it doesn't look it, if you go to like everywhere.game it's where you can find like more information on it but it's not like it's not enough like information <laughs> right now and I, I, I also want to talk about open world games in general uh in, in a little bit not right now cuz i don't want to cut you off yeah. totally but yeah there there's issues with with open world games right now
1: okay and then there's the other one which we didn't talk about which was like a highly highly anticipated sequel like 12 years ago or whatnot, which was Dead Island 2 got a trailer <laughs> yeah. But that the trailer didn't really show it just showed more zombies and shit But I guess IGN has a hands-on preview. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a video, but they talk about it um, The trailer to me was kind of a lackluster. It didn't really show me anything new anything like amazing like it didn't show me why I should buy this game like I have Dead Island. I thought Dead Island was cool because four-player co-op killing zombies. Um It's not like Bat for Blood, which was amazing, but right now, I don't see anything that says to me I should buy Dead Island 2 with this Lenny
2: Kravitz-looking <laughs> person in the game. I don't... So <laughs> I, I do not trust any Dead Island. I, I think okay. if you were on the tape, I bought Dead Island oh, yeah. the original a long time ago. And that was one of the buggest fucking games that I played in a long time. Oh, up until, like, I guess Cyberpunk. Which is going to get into... I'm going to get into it in a little bit, but Open World Games. The state of Open, the state of open World Games right now is shit. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Dead Island, it, was, it seemed so much fun, but there was a bug with the save game, with the autosave.
0: And mm-hmm. I played
2: the game for, like, six hours straight, and I lost fucking everything. And they told me they fixed it, and I played it again, and I saw the same problem. I just fucking... Just toss the game. It's, it's, it's somewhere. I just, I couldn't play it again. I'm just like, if I can't trust a goddamn save, like we, we missed the point of a fucking video game here, guys.
1: Yeah. yeah like. What's funny is they reported, everyone was reporting that. The same thing with Cyberpunk. Yeah. When they finally fixed the game, everyone had already left. I played yeah. the game when they finally fixed the save. That's when I literally booted the game for the first time. And I, I had that kind of thing. I'm like, why is everybody complaining? This saved just fine. I'm able to go. But then I was reading all these people. Cronus had his story. There's literally, like, hundreds of people, like, why can't I fucking save? I did all this shit. I did, like, secret missions. I found this shit. And then I'm at the, literally back at the beginning of the fucking game. So they're, like, you know, super mad. By the time they fixed it, everyone abandoned the game. You know? So oh. yeah. But I managed to play the game with people. I have managed to finish the game. But I waited long i waited till the game dropped in price to like i think it was 10 to 15
2: bucks that's reasonable <laughs>
1: <laughs> then i picked, yeah i picked it up for 10 15 bucks i'm like all right let me try to get past the save thing i'm going to try to manually save as i go but then there was a patch like day one patch for me so this is probably 30 days later and it worked fine it worked just fine but everyone but nobody was playing i had to yeah. like beg people to play with me and i got finally got some people to play and we managed to beat the game but it was a long but, time
0: but all of that goes back to how the fuck do you let a game truly go gold with that blatant of like a QA error that's gonna frustrate everybody within the first thirty minutes to an hour? Like that's
1: Bro, that, that's, that's that wasn't the only glitch. There was a game breaking glitch. Yep. <laughs> there was another game breaking glitch that was in the game that they had to fix. It was it was terrible. It was plagued with stuff. So well, um okay. Go ahead. Uh, are you going to talk about open world games? Because I got one more game real quick. Is it open world? It's no, okay, it's a ra- racer. It's called uh, Recreation. It's basically a new burnout where you can build You can build shit. I guess you can build cars and other shit. Okay. I haven't had a burnout in recreation. a long fucking time. Okay. Yeah, it's Recreation, so wreck, and then reation, so like a car wreck. But, um, I mean, technically, the new Need for Speeds is burnout, kind of, sort of.
2: No, it's not. All I- right. I say, kind of, sort of, yeah. not, not exact. We need a new I mean, Need for Speed. I'm sorry, we need a new uh, Burnout. That's one of the like the best racing games of all time. It I is,
1: mean. but pri- Criterion got bought out by EA. Now they make Need for Speed. So
2: uh, it's still, it's not, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's yeah. definitely
1: not the same. What I would take, I would take. I don't know if anyone ever played this game, but it's called. It's Blur. It's a game called yeah. Blur. It's basically it's like real Kart. world cars with Mario Kart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit was on. It was like you were driving through a like EDM city, and like you could pick up Mario Kart things. You could shoot like basically a red shell and shoot mines and repair yourself. That shit was dope. And you could drive like an Audi or like a a a Charger. It's fucking dope. Even though they didn't have the the rights to those names, they still (laughs) had like the body type. Just call them different. Uh, the game was so fun. And you have twenty people. There's twenty people in the race.
0: Yeah. Same with GTA. They didn't ever have the license for it, but they, you know a fucking Lambo. <laughs> yeah. and GTA. Yeah. It's
1: the same, same deal. So those are the ones I think that we kind of missed that we didn't really talk about. But that's pretty much it. Everything else, I don't. I'm not too enthused about. A lot of them are. are the rest are kind of open world games, <laughs> like the Lords of the Fallen and some of this other stuff. Well, we talked about or, we talked about
2: Harry Potter. I think too, right? The we, did. Yeah. we did. Yeah. Okay.
1: But we talked we talked about that a lot, and we talked a little about. The expanse game, but there's it some other, cool. like,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, we talked about some of these look indie, like the dredges, the dread or dredge, some fisherman game. We talked a little bit about, about killer clowns. I didn't get that much information, but I guess it's a three versus seven game. So three crowns versus seven people. That
2: sounds sort of fun. Could be, yeah, depends on yeah. how they do it. So, yeah,
1: so we'll see. And then, the, oh, I don't, none of us has really played the dark pictures like anthology of games. They're really fucked up and I guess they're doing the another one. It's called The Devil in Me.
2: It's supposed hmm.
1: to be really gory. Those games are actually pretty kind of fucked up. Okay. If you ever played um uh what is it? Uh Until Dawn, oh, the okay. kind of game, it's ma- it's basically those type of games. I believe it's set in the world of Until Dawn, but I'm not 100%. But those type of games they're all linked together. And they have a lot of stars in them like Sean Ashmore and I think uh they Brought back Hayden, hit and tear. Maybe there's like a bunch of stars and stuff in these games, so they're they're kind of fun.
0: So That's still done, really. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome, it's pretty fun. All right, go ahead and get in there, Cross. Go ahead, I'm not even waiting. All
2: right, I'm gonna talk about uh open world games and the state of open world games today. Um, I actually watched a video, I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. I watched an X play video, an X play video i um, on YouTube today about open world games. It's literally called no more open world games. And at mm. first when I watched this, when I, when I first read the title, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. Cause it's like 30 minutes long. But when well, also I don't, I, I just the premise of it, I was like, I don't really agree. But after I watched the video, I kind of started thinking, I was like, you know what? I kind of fucking agree. Open world games in this generation, especially are fucking shitty. They're shitty. Think about every single buggy game that you've played recently. More than likely, there were some. Op- it was an open world game on this generation, even the last generation, and it was. They were just pure shit. And I, I think the last like really good open world game was with, with like not a lot of or really no bugs. was probably like Zelda Breath of the Wild. Honestly, um, even uh, great games are good games, like. Uh, Oh, what was that? Can had Mass Effect. Light. Huh? <laughs> Mass Effect? No, Mass Effect Andromeda was fucking shit. No, I didn't say Andromeda. I just okay. said Mass Effect. Mass Effect wasn't really, it wasn't really open world. Andromeda was open world. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, so that, see, there's, yeah. there's more to my point. <laughs> um, what was the fucking the shit with Aloy? What's the name of that game? Oh, okay. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. The latest one was full of bugs. It was still a good game, don't get me wrong but it was full of bugs and I'm tired of like playing open world games that are just like terribly done and they're full of bugs. Shit, shit doesn't like shit that should work doesn't work all the time. And I think people are just kind of used to it. Um, uh, Like I told you like last week, I I enjoy playing the latest saints row, but that game is buggy as shit. It really is. Like today I I hit a, I was doing a mission with a tank and I I ran into a building and I literally couldn't fucking move. I had to restart the fucking mission because I couldn't move. I wasn't dying, but I couldn't move. Um, I, had, I had to restart missions, I think, twice so far in the, in the playthrough because something was broken within the mission. And this is beyond, like, the other, like, just miscellaneous bugs that are in the game. Like, almost, like, I would say probably 50% of the time when I, when I get out of a vehicle, I take damage. It's not a lot, but I'm taking damage. Um, when i'm driving down the road i see pop-ins with vehicles still and it's like bro this is like ps5 you know xbox series x era of gaming you can definitely have draw distance basically be non-existent in this generation but i'm still seeing cars pop in or when i'm having like a a car chase um for some reason i can't i'll run the cops because they'll just appear behind me or in front of me or in the side of me and it's like why are you doing that? Like it's—it seems like a necessarily—it's—it's it's an unnecessary difficulty for shit like that, because it, it's poorly coded, you know. Or having like gut like I've had times where like I was literally stuck in a reload animation where I couldn't shoot, or you know I'll get stuck in. There's various other things like in the game. Don't get me wrong, the game is still fun, but it's buggy as shit, and it's something that I think that we're all we're growing more and more used to, but we shouldn't. Because there's other games that are, like, way more, you know, focused on, like, story and, like, having a linear storyline with way less fucking bugs that are way easier to play, that are way more enjoyable. But for some reason, people – and especially, like, most of the open world games today, the, the maps are so, are so fucking big that they're, that they're basically empty. Like, you'll have whole sections of maps that you'll never go to. Whole sections of maps that you never go to. And almost every single modern open world game, you'll never go to these places for some reason, they're coded there. Somebody had to write the fucking code for that shit, and nobody goes to them. You know, and it's just like, I don't understand why they keep making open world games as subpar products. And I don't, I don't think gamers in general, we, we enjoy good open world games, but when we keep having like worse and worse open world games, I think they just need to, the industry needs to fucking stop and either A, take the time to actually write you know, the code to make a true open world game correctly. If it takes you fucking 10 years, I don't give a shit. Um, Or just stop making them. Just stop making them. Like for real, Starfield is going to come out. They talk about it on X-Play. I don't have any hopes for Starfield. Look at uh, Star Citizen. Star Citizen had, um, that's an open universe game. That's been, it was on Kickstarter, like fucking basically before Jesus was born and they've, they've raised millions of dollars. It's still not out yet for the consumers, for the vast majority of people. It's still not out yet, and it's still in alpha, but they've already got millions of dollars, and they're still trying to write this code. I'm just like, dude, I think at this point, they, we, people like, companies need to take a step back from the open-worldness and just write an actual good narrative for a game and just make it linear with like, some offshoots. But having all this shit in games that's like, it's it's just too much shit and people that don't have enough time to write the proper code to really make a good game anymore for open world games. What do you guys think? Um,
0: there are, I have to see the video to really, um,
2: to make good points.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll have to see the video to make sure I get all of their examples. Obviously I don't play every single game. Um, you know, I still think in general, uh, rockstar you know has knocked it out of the park with their latest you know mainline uh open world games
2: that was in two that was a ps3 era
0: well i said the the really the last two because i mean 2018 was red dead redemption 2 and that was certainly an open world game that was incredible um you know again i played for the last i don't know four or five months this year Elden Ring was certainly an open-world game that was incredible. Yes,
2: that, that's an exception. Totally right.
0: Yeah. Um, Dying Light 2, I was looking forward to. Uh, I talked about that game since 2015, at least the first one. Second one had a whole lot of buggy shit, and I will not defend it. So, um, And then i also say this. I mean, again, I'm just thinking of examples. I tend to not like a lot of the Bethesda ones. I did not like Skyrim at all. I thought thought that was quite buggy to me as well. But the worst example um, to me has been Fallout. You know, Fallout 4, it just ran like fucking shit on the PS4. Um, And I played it not only at launch, but months later after a whole bunch of patches. And so I think it depends on the studio. I think there's some shit examples. I think that in general, now that I'm really uh, going through my memory bank, there may be more examples of some buggy open world games as compared to shooters. Um, But yeah, I'd like to see what examples they, they clearly articulate in the video in more detail before really going in or whatever, or maybe I'll, I'll completely agree, but I will say this. There are some areas of every map that I prefer over others. And um, you know, it, it it depends on the gameplay and whether I like the game a whole lot, whether I'm going to explore everything. The other great example, I'm sorry, i got to go back a little bit. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt yeah, was an incredible game. open yeah. world game and uh, was probably one of my favorite of all time. So the when it's done right, I mean, you get all the accolades and the praise uh, out of me. But, you know, when it's a buggy fucking mess, I'm not going to give it any sympathy either. What you
2: got, hold Well, Real quick, before Ninja goes, what was really cool about the X-Play video is that they actually went back uh, through the history of open world games. And it started way before I thought it was. Mm. Way, be- like, it, this goes back to, like, the fucking early X- 80s. Yeah, you know, like, there was, like, an arcade cabinet. It was basically an arcade cabinet of, like, this... You gotta watch the video, but it's, like, a really cool, like, flight simulator-type deal thingy where you can go anywhere. And it was the first time you could, like, do it. Um, so go ahead, Ninja. Yeah,
1: I have to say part of uh, what um, Project was saying, I have to kind of agree with, like, it, it definitely depends on the studio. I mean, especially recently, I mean, with the hit of 2020, um, we see, like, teams getting scaled down. Um, having been someone that's created a game myself, there are parts of open, open world games you know, that uh, Cronus had talked about where you go somewhere, and it looks interesting, and it looks like there should be a mission, and there's nothing there. Sometimes that's from a production standpoint, where it was supposed to be either DLC, or an area that was going to be a mission, but because of either budget or time, had to be cut. And they just left that area. They probably took out a bunch of assets from that area and just left it enclosed. They, like, closed the area with, like, you know, a mountain or something, and just left, like, a a wide area and just went forward with the rest of the game so they can get it out on time. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's funny that Prodigy keeps bringing up these old games. Like, another one, again, that was open world, and uh, I think for me was probably one of the first multiplayer open worlds was um, Fable, Fable 2. Fable 2, you could play... Two people online and play through your mission. Open world, go anywhere. Create your character and all that kind, all that good stuff. And that had a great story. Um, I didn't see any kind of like bugs or whatnot. Oh, well, there's one, there's one bug that I ran into. But other than that, the game and it was like a super. It wasn't like a bug that was tied to the main story. It was like a, a if you wanted to do this side quest, that really didn't mean a whole lot. It was just like a kind of a clout kind of thing. You could do it just to get the achievement. But the game came together well. There was a lot of – every space was kind of utilized. And this is back, you know, uh, Xbox 360 days. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, we saw issues with Andromeda. Um, I don't know if – I mean, I knew because I I kept up with, like, what was going on with Casey Hudson, who was uh, the program uh, uh, production lead on the game where they were moving personnel from Andromeda to Anthem. And <laughs> Anthem was another open world game where both of them suffered because they did not have a full creative team and they're facing deadlines from production standpoint. So they yeah. just kinda they just kinda closed off a bunch of shit and tried to patch it together. And like like apparently the team for Andromeda was like 20 people or less at at one point. Right. And there had like 50 to 75 people on Anthem so they can hit their window so they can get this market. And Anthem, as we know, just turned out to be shit. You can get that game for probably $3
2: right now. So much potential with that game. So much potential. But they fucked it all up. But yeah, so the thing... I mean, I'm, games back then,
1: we knew when they were coming out, they usually came out on time. Usually now, we're seeing, especially within the last four years, a lot of late games, a lot of stuff that's either missing or, or... Fallen Off, or, you know, what I think, you know, with the right studios, we can get a great open-world game. We can get that great storyline. Like, usually, with, with like, Horizon, there were some bugs. They kind of patched it over time. And, you know, the, cause I hit a couple game-breaking ones. <laughs> so, but yeah. they kind of patched the shit up. So, I mean, the game overall, the game is still great. But there are other games, like, you know, like you said, Anthem, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, um, so the Fallout 76, a uh, couple of other ones. Even, I don't know what Outsiders is an open world game. Is, is it,
2: it not? It is, but I mean, that one was was not, I have the game. It wasn't great. Um, I, I, I talked a lot, I talked up a little bit um, previously, if you listen to the podcast, but um, apparently the new DLC for it makes it really good. I have to go, I can mm-hmm. play it and try it out, but I definitely didn't even get through 25% of the game.
1: Yeah, and I don't. Uh, I believe that it's either out now or it's out next week or something. It's out pretty. Yeah, it like, should be somewhere like it's that. It's World somewhere or something.
2: something. What it's yeah.
1: So I mean, it really it really depends on like you know the studio world and Slayer. like.
2: Everything.
1: Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I I highly agree with uh, with the Prodigy about studio, the timing, the budget. Everybody know like once you mention EA. Everyone has an opinion about EA and their games. All you got to do is just mention that name, and you already know. Um, FromSoft is another one, a new one. A lot of people are like, you know, oh, you know, great games, whatnot. You know, everyone's starting to love them. You mentioned Hideo Kojima, who could, you know, easily do open world, pretty much. And everyone loves it, no matter how fucking weird it is. So,
2: Not everybody. I mean, his last game, not everybody loved. I did. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can understand the
1: criticism though. Like it's a walking simulator. So I think what studios now need what they need to do is when they they set their um their plan, I can't think of the name but they know I'm gonna do, you know, when they set up your plan and what you're trying to do, um stick to it and if you falter because of technical difficult or like technical hurdles Uh, production cuts or whatever you know obviously they adjust but don't try to lie to yourself i understand your investors want to see product but if you're not going to have a quality product because of you know your direction is off you need to do something to make sure it's going to come out so it is good either delay the game we as consumers we don't care if it's late we want it to be good we're going to give you our hard-earned money we want to play something that's good and enjoyable I understand you guys want to make money, that's true. But you're gonna get a lot of flack and even lose money if your product is shit.
2: And, you know, I think this is why Rockstar has not put out, you know, a new GTA in basically fifty-five thousand years, because I, <laughs> I think that they're what what worked for GTA Five. They keep putting out DLC because they know the code that that, that it's on works. And I think that if I think whatever the coding for the next generation is not working, and I think that. You know, all these studios—they get you know the next generation of console way before you think they do. Yep. And they're trying to make shit work. And if they if they come in with something really ambitious, like I, I heard, there's a lot of uh, talk in the industry about the next GTA being being at least as large as the, at least as large as the United States. Mm-hmm. And that is so fucking ambitious. Even if you like condense it down, yep. you know, into like basic you know regions. That is so ambitious. I don't think that it's, it's going to work. You know, I, I think that it's going to take... Rockstar, maybe they, maybe they can do it. It's going to take one studio to do it and make, you know, to, to set the record straight. But right now, right. this generation of console, you got Elden Ring, and that's it. The Frodo oh, game. Can, that's, that's done can right.
0: I, can I bring up a couple quick others, just as, as you guys were talking, uh, that I think we, in general, liked. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I think, in general, we love. Spider-Man and even the Miles Morales standalone DLC were great open-world games. Yes, they're not the typical type, but truly open-world. And then the other ones I want to bring up, and not all of these hit really hard, but um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, I knew it. I
2: was waiting for. It. I, yeah, that's just part about it. it too. I just I, thought yeah. it. you're making my point though. This, these are all last-gen games. Miles Morales was not. It was in both gens, and it was good, yeah. but it was also a nine-hour game. And yeah, it, was, it was based on an engine that was from the last generation, so yeah, that, all they all they really did was just take a game that already existed and just improve upon it that's, from the last that's generation.
0: Tol- yeah, that's totally that's totally fine. And remember, um, I'm just saying in terms of Spider-Man being an open world game. It, remember, it came out what what was that? 2018, 2019. It's still yeah. fairly yeah. recent. Well, yeah, As but recent. It's- well, it's, it's as recent as Red Dead Redemption 2.
2: Yes, well, what, my, my point is, I think you might have missed this in the, when I was talking, though, is that this this current generation of consoles making an open world game are, like, missing hard, hard as fuck. Like I said, the only game that has come out that has been, like, actually really good, that has been, had, like, relatively no bugs and has been critically acclaimed is Elden Ring for this generation. And the PS5 and Xbox Series X has been out for, like, two fucking years now two years and we have one technically good open world game that's fucking crazy well i haven't
0: played this one so and i maybe you both have i don't know or maybe one of you has i heard great reviews or good reviews on ac uh vikings
2: no it was it still had bugs man Yeah, a lot of bugs yeah
0: okay i didn't play it so okay
2: i have it
1: what about the uh, which generation was Origins? Was that last that was I PS4?
0: Yeah. yeah, that was PS4, and it was it was really good. But but I'll also say this too: there are times, and I think the PS4 era proved this. The games got better and better throughout that life cycle. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, so hopefully that that will be the case. Hopefully, but. There's been some duds, like I said, I really looked forward to dying white too.
2: that shit was fucking that's whack that's as the fuck. that's the worst, isn't it like when you're looking forward to a game and it's fucking yeah. shit,
0: yeah oh, dude,
2: anthem was like that for me, yeah dude
0: ne- mm. ne- never forget anthem was touted by e a as a uh bungee killer, killer. Destiny, yeah they definitely went that. directly at destiny and said we got something for that ass, and they didn't have shit,
2: but they yeah, they farted. No, no,
0: it,
1: it, Anthem,
2: Anthem was like was like cigarettes alright like, <clears throat> like a good menthol cigarette like the mm. first time you played it like oh this is fucking great this is like the oh, best great. feeling ever and all of a sudden so you smoke good. again it's like oh this is not, not oh not awful of anything mm-hmm. oh, fuck this shit sucks now I'm just dying slowly
1: no yeah well <laughs> it was and you can also make the same analogy with cigarettes again is that when you're you're smoking it you like, it just tastes actually pretty good and then you get to the end you're like is that it? Like that was literally the game. Once you got to the end, that was kind of it. You literally had to wait like a month and a half for them to do their cataclysm. And even that got delayed. So it was just like fuck. And it was sucked because the mechanics were fucking spot on. Yeah. So so good. (laughs) So good. But fighting enemies just it just didn't hit. And like things to do in the world. Like I spent so much time flying around like doing Bullshit and then like I would do like these mini missions and it just they just kind of repeated. And I was like, wait, I just did this mission in this other area. It's literally the exact same mission with a different name <laughs> and it's the same shit I gotta do. There was no it just didn't flow. Like they just they weren't prepared. That's another another thing. Uh also oh, another big open world, super open world that super fuck ups. Fucking no man's sky.
2: But they I mean they no fixed man's... it over time, but yeah, it, it, yeah. It, over like
1: years, it took years yeah. to fix
2: that shit. I still, five play years ago.
1: No <laughs> I still, play, yeah, I still play No Man's Sky because of the how they fix it. It is a much more enjoyable game, much more enjoyable. It's way different than when it came out. It's almost like a completely different game. So, it's actually, if you have the money, it's like a $30 game. It's actually worth it. It's wow.
2: worth it. It's
0: I'll say worth this too game. like, one of my favorite studios, we haven't brought them up at all. Um, and they 10, I don't think they've done a recent, yeah, in fact, no, they haven't done a, an open world game. Maybe that's for the best. has been Naughty Dog. I mean, obviously, they yeah. got The Last of Us, 1 and 2, and then they got all the Uncharted and the Lost Legacy and all of that. That's their bread and butter, the adventure, semi-survival horror, but big maps, at least on The Last of Us 2. But it truly was not an open world game at all. But, um, but it has, it is what it is.
2: at the same time, though, like, honestly, uh, those games, they feel open-worldy, though. You know what I mean? It's, it's very narrative-driven, but they, they give you the feel of, yep. like, being able to do, like, all this cool shit, like, whatever you want to do. But it's still in a very controlled environment. But you you have, you have don't get that feeling at all, you know, when you're in the game. Because they the, the way that they created the game, they created it in a way where you, you're not going to notice. There's no invisible walls. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's no, the, the boundaries seem like natural boundaries for yep. a game. For, for a game um, and you just don't notice. But you can walk around where the fuck you want. It seems very large, but it's actually not. Um, and I think yeah. when we talk about, like, Bethesda's open world games, they, one of their, two of their, like, most successful games recently have not been, you know, uh, you know, the, oh, I forget the name of the fucking game now. Which one? Uh, Sky, like Skyrim and Fallout. and uh, Oh, the Elder Scrolls? Uh, yeah, it hasn't been Elder Scrolls or, or Fallout. It's been Doom and goddamn... Uh, the what's the other one? The, the New Colossus. Oh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Yeah, those games have fucking killed it. And guess what? They're not open world games. But they get to the goddamn point, and they're amazing games because they're because the way the gameplay holds up and the way they're written, all this stuff... Like you don't need to have all this extra bullshit in the game. I have hope for open world games in the future, but I think that right now we're just in a weird spot where like just the the developers have not figured out how to properly code open world games with Uh, this generation of consoles. They just haven't.
0: It it would be it would be interesting as fuck to see a really good Doom (laughs) if if they were able to pull it off. Because remember some of those maps for Doom, especially because they were multi-layers, like they'd yeah. be four or five stories high and you double jump, dribble, blah, blah, blah. They were huge, wor- just like The Last of Us, huge wor- like sandboxes for you to play in.
1: Yeah.
0: It would be interesting to see a Doom Eternal 2 or whatever you want to call it if they did attempt it. And I, and I believe in that studio, if they ever tried it, just because they knocked it out of the park in 2016. No, they have did- though.
2: It's It's called Rage. And that's, that's the problem. Uh, Rage yeah. got yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the same. Actually, I, I didn't mind Rage. Um, it could have been better, yes, but I think the thing about the, the modern versions of Doom is that you got kill rooms, and the kill rooms was a thing. Like you, you can't do a kill room in open world because you'd have to lock down the thing, then it wouldn't be open world anymore. But the, 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 the kill room thing um, with Doom, it really re- revolutionized um, first person shooting it re- revolutionized, but It brought it back to a point of like old school gaming to like where I used to play Unreal a lot. I used to play even like the old, you know, um, Quake and stuff like that. But you had like certain rooms where you knew where everything was and like how to get around and like kill shit really efficiently. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Doom brought that back into this current generation, having a kill room of like, hey, this is like your little sandbox of fucking murder, it was amazing. But I I don't think that's going to work in an open world format though. I, I really don't.
0: What about now? The, for looter shooters like um, Borderlands,
2: Borderlands is sort of open world. Right? I think it's it's yeah it's open world light, in my opinion. Yeah, I was about
1: to say because like once you, you're still going from A to B, and but you're able to go back. But there's nothing new in those areas. Not necessarily. I mean, maybe if you pick up a side mission or whatnot. But this is
2: the th- Prodigy and. In an open world, traditionally, you can go wherever you want at all times, right? Yep. In Borderlands, you can't do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you're right. I mean, but it, it's they're huge maps. Yes. But you can't you you can't go everywhere. Like you can't yeah. go to the last boss because it's usually on another planet, or you got to unlock X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I wouldn't technically call it an open world. No. I, I think it doesn't fit as neatly. Although big maps, you know. Well,
2: mm-hmm. even the maps, though. Like, there were certain maps. Like, you had to go to different planets. Those were maps, right? So you couldn't go to any of those planets right from the get-go. You had to start on a planet yeah, know, like others. So that's why I wouldn't consider Borderlands open world. They're still fun as shit. I'm a huge Borderlands fan. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, part three was, was... That was a lot of fun. I still haven't beat it with my, uh, my siren. I still but. enjoy Wonderlands. I hope that the next Borderlands or whatever takes components from Wonderlands and puts it in Borderlands. It's, like the, the magic component to me was like it's, it's so much fun but they didn't put as much thought into wonderlands as it is in borderlands so yeah yeah i'm uh, i had to think like out of the out of all the uncharted
1: the closest to uh um open world was the one with the two ladies with uh chloe well, and nadine because there's an area where you're in you can literally drive and go anywhere And Explore and then come back to a central area and go back to other areas. You can go back to where you've been but but The game doesn't stay that way once you finish area you end up going to another uh, Linear type storyline type thing even though like we said before they're big areas and stuff but it gives you a little taste of Open world which was to me was refreshing for uncharted
0: now Here's the thing with Naughty Dog again. One of my favorite studios. I'm very fucking curious on what they're going to do with this standalone multiplayer set in the last of us 2 kind of world or whatever i don't think it's going to be completely open world no it but be. you know i mean we'll 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 fucking see i don't know how it's going to work when we haven't seen yeah. a lot of gameplay
1: we've, we've play got part. we it's not only gameplay we've gotten very little information all we got all we got is that it's multiplayer set in that world and that's kind
2: of about it really yeah
0: and i love uh, factions a, a whole bunch so we'll see
2: what well, um, i think sad, though is that the uh you know the the new last of us remake um which looks technically amazing but there's no multiplayer in that one at all the last of us yeah. One remake yeah yeah i mean you know and obviously people are really complaining about the fact that it's 70
0: bucks on ps5 and yeah. it's a remake Ooh. and all that that's Could, a price tag man well but here's the thing here's the thing nobody has a gun to your head you, you know yeah. <laughs> If, if, if you if you think it's too much, obviously yeah, you no can money. wait. Don't buy it. You can wait for a sale that you know they're gonna fucking have in four to okay. six months. The, and uh, even, Black
1: Friday, Black Friday,
0: yeah. Black Friday. You'll probably be able to get it for $30, 35 bucks. 25, <laughs> you know what I mean? 25. Yeah. So Easy. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But um, yeah, a little weird. Again, they're they're shying away from the multiplayer aspect, obviously in anticipation of this this big whatever new IP. Um, but the thing about it is, again, the Last of Us One factions, and then Uncharted Two and Three and Four went hard on the fucking multiplayer, and that was fucking fun as shit. So mm-hmm. we'll see.
2: Well, I think it's, it's difficult for you know most gaming studios besides GTA for obvious reasons. Um, GTA Five, anyway, it's hard for them to sustain, um, you know, an uh, online presence. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it, it costs money to you know keep servers on, and mm-hmm. what what I don't get is why they're not taking the revenue from you know PSM Plus and you know Xbox you know what is it called Gold or whatever. Oh, uh, Xbox and, Live. Well, now it's
1: pretty much Game Pass now. Game Pass.
2: Okay. So, well, they don't. Well, why they're not taking revenue from that and like uh, putting that towards their you know upkeeping their servers. But whatever, neither here nor there. Yeah, oh. and
0: I mean, to give credit where credit's due, you know, uh, and me and an Old ninja have been on this quite a bit, but Bungie's still doing well with Destiny 2 in terms of updates and, you know, keeping current and obviously free to play now or whatever. So, I mean, uh, I think that, go we're ahead. about to
1: go in on some Destiny,
0: but go ahead. Yeah, man, we got to talk about it. Let's go.
1: We No, finish with you.
0: Finish no, with no, that. no. I'm with I'm, <laughs> I'm you. Go ahead. That was a segue.
1: Oh, man. Uh oh, Destiny 2. Uh, It started their new season last week. Um, Prodigy and I have been on it. He's been on it probably, well, maybe as much as me. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Probably more. I gotta say maybe a little more. There's days when I'm not, I'm not even at home uh, until super late and I don't even play. I'm busy watching like House of the Dragons or some shit. And uh, so Prodigy gets it in his head that he's ready to do a raid because he finishes the current campaign of the uh, expansion of the Witch Queen, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, what do you what do you mean?" He's like, oh, "I'm ready. For, I'm raid ready. I, f- I finished this campaign. I like can hear a raid." I'm like, "Are you are you sure about this? Like, because yesterday you didn't know how to work your audio in the game." So <laughs> you told
0: me to toggle something. You, you,
1: never can't,
2: mind. you can't even double jump properly, bro.
1: No, he has issues with the jump after playing the. So he played the game at launch. stopped playing. Came back to playing. Still has problems with jumping. So I was like, "Bro, are you are you gonna are you sure about this?" He's like, "Oh, I'm raid ready. Who's gonna do this raid with me? All y'all gonna do this raid? You don't understand? I'm gonna have to carry all. going on? <laughs> I needed to get my pew pew on." I'm like, "Bro, you don't even know how to like set up your character." Like he's like, oh, no." I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm going to indulge you on this. I'm gonna humor you. We're gonna do this. We'll set this up. We got a bunch. We have like this clan on Destiny." We have, used, most of the people in the clan we know, or, mm-hmm. or like our acquaintances of, so they kind of, they kind of, and sort of indulged, not everybody showed up, but a couple people showed up. So we're doing this before we start, before we even get into the raid. I tell this dude, I'm like, hey, do you have these particular, like, setups for your character? They're called fragments. They they enhance your abilities in the game. He's like, oh yeah, I've been head-bought this. I, I spent all my money on this. I already got this. I'm like, Okay. Let's do this raid then. So I pick I pick I picked the raid. I picked one of the old raids. It's one of the raids from Destiny 1 that they mm-hmm. brought Destiny 2 that we were able to play. So we're we're playing it's going okay at first and this guy's like <laughs> we didn't even get into the vault yet and he's like dude that took forever this is long my like, long cool. we're getting started <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we—I we, knew we were on the first stage or whatever, but it took—it took a minute because it
1: did take a minute. But we were not on the first stage, and then and then
2: there's a jumping puzzle. That's what well, I think. That, you, yeah, you, that's when you that took one. a whole bunch of L's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, hold, you, on, you, you, hold on,
0: hold on. That wasn't even, hold on, hold on. Just oh, set the record we straight. We're to hold on. That now. Was, okay. That <laughs> wasn't even, that wasn't even a that wasn't even a puzzle. Y'all just said, "Oh, there's some loot somewhere deep in this it, like cave or whatever." That would not even be part of it. But.
1: So, it is it is a secret? It's if. Those of you who are on Destiny, it's the very first uh, raid chest in the game. There is a slight jump. It is, it is technically a jumping puzzle. It's not that complicated.
2: If you're not you, prodigy,
1: yeah, it's not that complicated. But you still had a little bit of issues. You weren't. I will give a caveat. You were not the only one, but you were the one who did the most attempts <laughs> and still. <laughs> so we get, we get through this. And we finally get to the first raid boss and. That's where things kind of pretty much fall apart, you know, yeah. where everyone's, like, yelling at each other. Like, well, I mean, let's, let's be real, let's though. Be,
0: a, couple, a couple of them people were very, way too high to I, be playing games.
1: I, I, will, I will admit, these are people <laughs> that you brought into the raid. <laughs> but one of them has been on this podcast. Yes. Who's out here yelling at you because they thought that you were ready for this raid, which you clearly were not. He's let's up be here,
0: real. You're let's up here real.
1: running you literally ran into the raid with two of the same weapons. You I like the weapons. weapons. You ran out of
0: bullets? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no. They were the infinite. They,
1: yeah, the way okay. they set it up now, if you have, like, uh, I guess the most common weapons, they're infinite ammo, so you don't get stuck. But the heavy-hitting, exotic stuff, you have to pick up ammo for. But yeah. because he didn't have the stuff I told him for, he couldn't do the damage we needed to. No. To Hold on, hold on. He did not have the 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 elements to help him do the damage that we needed him to. On top of these two other guys arguing with each other as well as talking shade to Prodigy while we're trying to get through this raid. And it just made it just it was a clusterfuck. We couldn't even get past the the first raid boss has three stages. We got through the first one. And it literally took us three hours. God damn. Three hours to get to that because we failed so many times. Granted, I will give a caveat. There were people who were in it who uh, had not played the raid before. However, they were more keen to listening to instruction rather than Prodigy who thought that he can just go, Leroy!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: All I know is this. I, y'all gave me an assignment. Y'all wanted me to clear, stay on the right side and take out, what was it, the whatever the heavy and the. Uh,
1: yeah, all of that. But we also had to yell at you, like, hey, we need you to watch above you and take out people that are sniping the people that are doing the objective. Because yeah. if not, we all get wiped. And you weren't exactly clearing that. And if you had done what I had told you, nah. would have been powerful enough to take out the big heavy enemies in like one or two hits. Very dude,
0: easy. dude I was taking out I was taking, out I was taking out the vex that were like uh the dro- uh, the stormtroopers or whatever that's what they really were well, mostly. But the, then-
1: the ones that had shields they're called minotaurs the big ones they literally slap you in the face you could have literally with my advice with the uh, the elements that you should have picked up you could have took them out in like one to two hits yeah. very easy. very
0: easily well so here's the thing here's the thing I agree and I appreciated later on when you broke down the whole what was it the fragment fragment yeah, purchasing? I was like, what the hell? Oh um,
1: that that was a whole nother story too, because apparently he can't read menus about yeah, how? how to buy bins. He literally sent me how was it that this is unlocked. It doesn't tell me, it tells me to, what the
0: fuck, he said, like... No, you were, you were talking about buy these things that are locked, and I was like, well, it's it's locked, what do I need to do to unlock it? And you were like, buy exactly. it, buy it, buy it. Yeah, it.
1: but you all, this doesn't make sense. I can't, it's like, most things in games, in order to unlock it, what do you do? You either acquire it, or you buy it, and then it becomes unlocked. Yeah, but wait, somehow, that escapes the, you. <laughs> anything that's locked, you have to unlock it first. Like yes, you can unlock it, it by purchasing it, and then it becomes unlocked in a no. game. No. Yes. You can literally buy, like, in order to unlock certain doors, sometimes you have to buy a key or acquire a key. That's all you had to do. But this dude, all he had to do was look top right and, like, oh, I can just click open and I can buy all the stuff. But he didn't even do that. He's all, she's supposed to give it to me. If I go to the vendor and go to her and speak to her, she's supposed to automatically give it to me. And this dude's yelling at me that the game isn't doing what it's supposed to do. I'm like, dude. How is it that nine and thirteen year old kids can figure this out and you as a grown man can't I got figure this out. shit? I'm gonna I going
0: mean, i did not know about look, I ain't played continue. this game like five years. I didn't know about the fragments all that well. But Hold now I got
1: it. he's been playing literally the game for a month the new update for a month and a half and he still couldn't do it. It's so been like
0: three weeks, two
1: it's three weeks It's been a month and a half because one of the men twenty eight days. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so um if you, those of you who have not already interacted with me and Prodigy in the last couple of days, this is all on Twitch. You can watch oh, all Jesus of Twitch He's got
2: on seats. Twitch.
1: It's a two and so most of the audio is me. However, uh, everyone else in the background is faint, but you can still hear them. You can just turn your volume up just a little bit. You will hear calm. all of this shit. It is a two-hour and 55-minute stream. <laughs> it is on our Twitch page right now. I need to save it because after a week, I think it deletes. So I'm going to save it so you can watch it forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. And on this, YouTube. Is yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is our first attempt. We're probably going to try to attempt this within the next week or so. This is just the first raid. There's uh, uh, five five raids. There's five raids. When and four dungeons in this game.
0: Hold on, for those who for those who don't know, and I look, I learned some shit, which was nice. Um, you said that if you get to the milestones or whatever, uh, it saves it for you, right? Or something like that?
1: Oh, oh, okay. Every time you get to a boss, uh, it will checkpoint. And if you beat certain stages of that boss, it will checkpoint. However, every week the game will like reset. So the rage reset because it changed what it does is basically It picks a raid and a dungeon per week to give you very high loot, very specialized high loot, and it rotates per week. So every week it resets and changes um, a raid and dungeons and other, like, activities do it as well. So we had until we started Monday night. The reset for the game is on Tuesday. So we Mm -hmm. had literally a night to get through the end. But, I mean, if we started, like, yesterday, we would have checkpointed. We would have that
0: checkpoint until Tuesday. So there you go. That's good shit, man. It's fun. We're going to try it
2: tomorrow. Yeah, I still remember playing, like, the... I remember Destiny, the first one, first first came out, and I got Mm -hmm. the alpha for it, and I played it, and I was like, this game is fucking cool as shit. So Mm -hmm. I remember I was really skeptical because there's, you know, Bungie, and I'm I'm not a huge Bungie fan um, because I'm not a huge Halo fan until 343 took over, and then it was okay. Um, But (laughs) the uh, I was very iffy about it, but uh, it was... I remember... We played the shit out of the first destiny. Remember that shit? We used to like use that loot cave a lot. Remember oh shit. Dude, everyone <laughs> So check this out. Because the loot cave after they patched it,
1: they turned it into a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> the loot cave is the entrance to a dungeon to now get the Galahorn. So in order oh, to awesome. get the Galoh yeah. yeah, in order to get the Galahorn, they make you work for it. You gotta go through a dungeon. You have to go through it twice. You go in to get an artifact, you gotta go back in to charge it or whatever the fuck. And then you get the Galahorn at the end of the dungeon. So that's it's a fun way to get it, and and dungeons are three people, so it's a fun way to get stuff. But yeah, uh, it's funny to me because uh, Pro- uh, Chronos had brought this up. Like when Destiny first came out, it looked beautiful. It looked mm-hmm. damn beautiful. Yeah, game, it was amazing. I booted up. I booted up Destiny One. I was like, damn, this ran on my three sixty. Like, what the hell? This looks amazing. Like, still, it still looks. It look. I mean, it's a little dated, but it still looks fucking good. And there's still people playing. I went to, like, a um, a social area. There's, like, 30 people in there. Like, what the hell? People still play this? That's yeah. nice. Yeah, but this this new expansion coming out in February, this looks like this is a game changer for Destiny. So it should be interesting. We'll, we'll so see what's...
2: It's up. not in the same goddamn game. Like, it looks totally different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it looks really, like somebody dropped really acid really and played Destiny.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, what's, what's really cool to me, too, I mean, obviously, back in the day with one and two, and I really played those mostly at launch, it was um, console-specific as well. And now it's not cross-play. only free-to-play, but yeah. you can do the cross-play stuff. And with it being free-to-play, you'll find a whole bunch of people on PC and Xbox and whatnot oh, yeah. that you can game with. So it's it's some social fun stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, get I, this right. I give it.
1: I give the game credit because it is probably the, the least toxic uh, gaming community I've encountered compared to like Battlefield and Call of Duty where you're hearing the N word in every lobby versus Destiny, people are like, hey, do you wanna play? Do you have a clan? Like, hey, what are you doing? They start doing like dances and stuff. Hey, do you have anyone to play with? Like that type of thing. You're not getting a whole lot of shade. There are people like trying to give you like, you know, um, tips on like how to better your character. Like, hey, uh-huh. looks like you're running this and that. Hey, you should try this or maybe you should do this. Run with us, we'll help you get this. Like. That, that's the way I like to play it, versus playing in Call of Duty where people assume that I'm black, even though I am. But they,
2: <laughs> have, they assume, bro. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I'm talking about in Call of Duty. You can't see me, you see my yeah. character, but they, they want hear to your blackness. And, 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 and is it hard
2: R.
0: The yeah. They hear your blackness, they smell your negroness. Yeah. Damn, but, they, um, my, they can smell my cool water. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, you're right about the Destiny community, Old Ninja, with the exception of Kareem. Uh, fuck that uh, motherfucker! This one this this yeah, this, this fool, yeah, this, fool, tats, this fool was high as fuck talking about it. You got two pulse rifles. I was like, I like my rifles. You death. do?
1: Come on! You can't be going into a rave with two of the same weapons. Sorry, I
0: like them weapons so. though.
1: He, he was, he was right, but he came yeah. off about it kind of wrong because I'm pretty sure he took a fat hit up.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, he was dying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you <he laughs> jump. But anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> Yeah, truth, though. Damn. Uh, we're, we're on Truth Social, but you can't get it on Google <laughs> can't Play Store anymore. can get it on Google App. Yeah. was oh, kidding. Oh, we're not on money. Truth Social.
1: You want to speak on it real quick? What? Go ahead. Uh,
2: yeah, so apparently the uh, Truth Social will no longer be on. I don't know if it ever was really on Google Play Store, but it definitely ain't now because they were just like, nope, yeah. you, know, you, can't, you can't do that. You can't be talking all that shit. And mm-hmm. uh, be on the Play Store, and so of course they'll claim First Amendment. But it's like First Amendment does not apply to private companies. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here! Like it never has. So you know, if the government is trying to silence you, then yeah, First Amendment definitely applies. But uh, even then, there's limitations. Mm-hmm. If you don't pretend that you know First Amendment is limitless. It's not. It's really yeah. not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean I'll just say this though. It kind of dovetails a little bit, but. Ooh, boy, that FBI is on that ass <laughs> right
2: now. I, I'm enjoying season three. Ooh, <laughs> you know, I'm enjoying it.
0: I mean, the FBI put out um, petty, petty, like, pictures or whatever. I saw them all over Twitter and shit just saying, look, this motherfucker put top secret shit. In, he was storing it in his home. Well, and people like,
2: think that that's not a big deal. Listen, I, I have a clearance. I, I actually... Today, I don't. I probably still do. I don't know. Um, but I've had uh, top secret clearance. If, if I would have take, taken any of that shit home with me or anywhere else outside the fucking facility, I would have been thrown in jail, like legit yeah. jail. And I'm not, not even a civilian jail. I get thrown in a fucking federal prison for that shit. Yep. And people want to say, well, he's the president. That should not matter. He's still a civilian. There's still secrets. And he wants to say, oh, I declassify them. It, it doesn't, it's not a fucking magic wand, man. It's not a magic wand. If, if the materials that you have give the locations of certain operatives that we have in other countries or, you know, country or, or you know, our secrets of our, DO, of our defense department or whatever, you know, those, that's still sensitive material. You cannot leave those things in an unsecured place. Mar-a-Lago, a fucking golf course is not a secure facility. It's not, <laughs> you moron, because civilians go there all the time to, like, golf and do all this stupid shit. And it's been infiltrated by fucking China.
0: There's a Chinese
2: woman that, you know, remember remember this story, like, a couple of years back. A fucking Chinese spy got on there, got on Mar-a-Lago with a thumb drive super mm-hmm. easily. And there's some people what? that have snuck on there from the beach. She wasn't
1: just a thumb drive. She had a bunch of stuff on her. She had a bunch of, like, like, I guess a lockpick device. I think she had some kind of, like, weird weapon. She had a bunch of shit on her. It's just...
2: All that shit, well, the, man, it's, Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say real quickly, the other thing that's so ironic to me, quite clearly, people who work for Trump's staff also were concerned and probably ratted his fucking ass out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean?
2: As you should have. I would have. Shit, if I saw you somebody, know? I went to somebody's... Because there, there's literally... When he, at, when he was still president, there are photos of him with uh, dignitaries at Mar-a-Lago with classified documents on the table and the people are taking pictures. It's like, you can't fucking do that. Okay. You can't do that. It's, it's classified for a reason. And people okay. just, they don't understand because they've never, they've never been, I don't want to say privileged, but it is actually, a, it's, you've never been privileged enough to actually be in the same room as these documents. I've yeah. seen all kinds of fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want these things being public.
0: you don't want them public you also, even beyond being public you don't want them in the hands of foreign enemies of, of the entire fucking US government and the other thing is, and again I'm not, I'm just somebody here in Chula Vista chilling, I've not seen top secret documents or anything like that but some of them, as Kronos was alluding to, have the locations for US spies, so you're literally putting People who put their life along on the line for the country at fucking risk of being brutally executed mm. um not only it's i mean
1: i don't know i guess privilege nowadays people have some weird kind of outlook towards it but it literally you in order to get clearance to see these documents you have to be it has to be granted to you so in order to get because there's not just because there's like secret, 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 and then like top secret, you have to work, get those ranks up there. And like you can't just apparently, according to some of the January 6th hearings, Trump was kind of just giving people weird clearances like off the cuff.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so, like, so, yeah. especially Some of his attorneys, which is just like, OK, yeah, you definitely yeah. can't do that. First of all, I don't I don't know how that dude actually even passed a, back, a, a background check first of all, like to get clearance like that. He was the president. I get that, but it's like he went po- he, he didn't. Even, this motherfucker didn't even win the popularity contest. Okay. He didn't win popularity contest. All right. If you look at the actual numbers, he lost millions of votes both times. It's not even arguable at this point. Um, And like, you need to be an actual reputable person to have a security clearance that high. And I, I don't necessarily agree that he should have that. I think, any person that is running for president should need to pass a normal top secret clearance background check. That should be like the fucking bare minimum. The bare fucking minimum. But obviously. That doesn't even
0: sound that hard. That doesn't even sound that hard for most normal presidents. Like, you know what no.
2: I mean? Like, okay, yeah. It's not like he had
1: to go to boot camp or anything at that
2: age. No, no. They just they have to, it's a bunch of phone calls. They, they look through all your shit. All your finances, which obviously they fucking didn't with that guy because his finances are pretty fucking shitty. Um, but, yeah, I just don't understand why they this this dude was able to have that amount of classified material at a fucking golf course and people are not up in arms about it. When lives no. are literally at st- Lives and the security of our nation are at stake. And people are just like, oh, no, nope. I mean, you can just declassify it. That's not how that yeah. shit works, man. It's, it's not how that shit works.
1: A lot of his supporters, because
2: at this point I don't
1: consider MA- MAGA to be Republican anymore. It's like, it's a whole different thing, and his supporters are like, oh, he he's the president. I'm like, well, he's the former president. And to declassify at that level, I think it's a bit, either it's not possible, or he has to go through steps to get it. Yeah, you, you can't just walk out with the box and be like, oh, I'm taking this from now to declassify. The president...
2: So the president can declassify things. Even but, former? or uh, Not former, but they're going to yeah. say at the time he did it, but he didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, they, the point that, they, that, that those documents left, left the building after January 6th. Yeah, because if, if he went through the proper channels of declassifying it, he wouldn't have got raided. Oh, exactly. 100%.
1: So. But these people were like, oh, he declassified these people who follow him they're like he declassified them it was his right this is a witch hunt they should not have taken this and then they're like literally attacking the fbi because he's complaining on twitter that these things not belong twitter. to. Him. oh i'm sorry uh, um tr- uh, truth true social <laughs> I'm not going to be on google anymore um he's he's posting that you know these things belong to him he declassified them and the FBI is doing an unlawful raid. That's what he kept saying. Everything was unlawful. Unlawful this, unlawful that, and his followers believe him. So, Didn't even follow he was, up.
2: He was a law and order guy. What are you talking about? This law an and order, order guy. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile,
1: all these people they say back the blue. The FBI is technically a blue, a blue outfit. They just wear suits, though.
0: Well, it, but here's the other thing too: a federal judge needed to approve. And had all of this uh, suspicion and warrants and all of this other stuff. And as it turns out, surprise, su- fucking surprise. I mean, according to at least the, the stuff that they've released in terms of that picture or whatever, or those set of pictures,
2: yeah, there was shit there that <laughs> literally said top secret all Well, of- and the, the problem that I have is like saying it's a witch hunt and saying this isn't... It's like, okay, they're investigating you, man. They didn't They didn't literally walk into your house and just threw you in fucking jail. They're running mm-hmm. an investigation. You have no idea. How the, maybe he's exonerated. You know, maybe mm-hmm. everything he did was totally up to uh, totally up to code. We have no idea. I fucking highly doubt it. But you know, especially the fact that, like, what the way he's responding to this. But you you can't say you know the FBI is up to no good and blah 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 when they're literally investigating the possibility of a crime. If if you cannot have if you cannot trust. I can't even say cannot trust. If you're not willing to give an organization the authority to investigate when literally they're the Federal Bureau of Investigations, then you're a fucking moron. Especially when you're touting law and order. And don't get me wrong, like the FBI, I don't have a lot of fucking confidence in most law, in- law enforcement at this point in my life. I don't. But at the same time, they didn't fucking throw your ass in jail. They nope. didn't, you know, they, they're not abusing you. They didn't fucking beat your ass in the fucking street. They're just in, they're de- investigating oh. the possibility of a crime. So let them investigate. If you have nothing to hide, then guess what? You got nothing to hide, and then you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, but uh, a hit dog hollers. <laughs> so yeah. uh,
1: And so according to what I was looking at today, it's uh, it could go either way at this point. So
0: well. Here's what I'll say, too, though. Um, We're in kind of unprecedented territory here. We don't know how this shit is all going to fucking shake out. And the whole concept of a former president potentially going to federal prison for crimes that are literally against the state that you were formerly the president of, um. I, I don't even know what to say about that. That's fucking
2: wild. The last time something like this potentially was going to happen was Nixon, and yeah, Nixon did, did the the honorable thing, and he fucking resigned.
0: Yes, he def- he resigned. When, my thing is his former—I mean, this is a history lesson—but his VP basically pardoned him, and so we didn't have we didn't have the criminal prosecutions or anything like that. Um, in his civilian life, or whatever.
2: Yes, but he didn't also still run on this same bullshit after he yeah. got pardoned. Like this is what's happening with Trump. So, no matter what anybody wants to say, Trump got um, what the fuck is the name of that fucking term? Uh, he got impeached mm-hmm. by the twice. house twice, twice by the house. He's the only president ever, as far as I know, that's been impeached fucking twice. And so, someone wants to say, "Oh, well." He didn't get the the gentleman's thing to do, or gentlewoman. Once we have a woman president, would have been once he got impeached, is to step down. That's what Nixon did. He got impeached. He's like, oh, you caught me. I'm out. I'm a racist piece of shit. I'm out of here. That that would have been the honorable, a sort of honorable thing to do, with air quotes. Um, But Trump, he his ego uh, knows no bounds. He doesn't know shame. He does. He doesn't know. basic human decency. Um, and so he's, he's not going to do something like that. And so now we're seeing the, uh, I think after all is all said and done, we're going to see like some changes with all three branches of government. Um, mm. Because obviously the executive branch has, um, the power can be unchecked and mm. the judicial branch, their power is going pretty much unchecked at this point. They're overturning things that have precedence. That's who I unchecked, and the um, fuck. What was the last one? Legislative branch. There you there go. go. Good save. Yeah, I was trying to think about it. All right, I was, I was like, God damn it, AOC didn't know, and she's a <laughs> congresswoman. Anyway, um, the legislative branch—they need to get rid of the fucking filibuster, because that—that's really making uh, a lot of their work bullshit. Because they need a supermajority to pass most things, and it's fucking bullshit. So I think that they need to curtail. Um, and enhance you know f- the three branches of government it's, obviously it 's not working properly. we need to get back on track, and until we do that we 're going to be in this state of like um, the the shadows of a civil war in America a- until we fix these things. We need to fix all three branches to be modernized
0: yeah i i 'd love to see it i i 'll just quickly say that I know you want to get an old digit i 'm just going to say uh don 't forget. The ability for Black people, especially in the South, <laughs> to be able to vote is extremely important, and that uh, the lack of a uh, John Lewis Voting Rights Bill pisses me the fuck off. Oh, but go ahead, old
2: Yeah, but that, I mean that's 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 because of the filibuster, right? Because, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah.
0: I, I completely get it. What whatever it takes to make that happen uh, is fucking important, and uh, I'll let I'll let you get in, old ninja. But uh, I'm gonna. After this, I'm going to take uh, one step on some real stuff on Mississippi for a second. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, I'll, it's really just an anecdote. I wasn't going to say anything insightful, really. But I, I do know this. If Trump happens to die in the next two years, it will have some kind of weird ramification. If he dies of like you know natural causes, people are going to, you know conspiracy theorized that he he was it was like a hit job or whatever i mean when he dies one way or another they're still going to be violent yep it's i agree fortunate no matter any which way he dies whether it's a car accident he dies of a disease he dies of natural causes there will be these extremists that are going to cause violence because they believe that somebody killed him and it's a cover-up or some whatever whacked out reason and there's going to be some kind of violence, either maybe even by a, a militia, but it will definitely be some some people that are going to act out and not believe that he's dead. You know, uh, or because he's dead, they're going to try to reta- quote unquote retaliate.
2: Yeah, I, I I don't doubt that at all, and I think I I, I talked about it in the in our, in our little chat group, but I think that people in the future are going to look back on this point in time of being like one of the stupidest fucking time periods of the United States. They get, they're, gonna, they're going to likely compare this to the years before the Civil War because of how much stupidity has happened and how much shit they just like let slide and just didn't address certain issues in the United States. And like having somebody this fucking stupid and controversial become president and continue to platform this, even when he got deplatformed, to continue to have this person still have some sort of sway on on the American people, instead of just throwing his ass in fucking jail for obvious fucking crimes, and like having to go through all this fucking rigmarole of like making sure everything's airtight because he has money, and it's just like they sh- it's crazy to me because there's people that are in jail for like way lesser offenses right now and that are sitting to to to, they're sitting in jail to stand trial and this dude who has had way more of an effect on the on American society the people he literally has blood in his hands Mm -hmm. through like calling his you know his followers to action on January 6th if you want to argue with me about that you're an idiot there's really no need to argue um it's proven at this point. I don't want to be facetious or, you know, insulting, but, I mean, if you don't want to believe in basic facts, I don't know what to fucking tell you. He called them to action. They did it. People died, and, you know, they, they we're still waiting for him to be held to account. Meanwhile, this this dude's free. He's a free person in America, still holding rallies, you know, drumming up his little bass, and calling people to, to more action, He's still spouting QAnon fucking bullshit, you know, and he's still, there's, there's no accounting for him yet. Still. And what are, the, what are these, what is our government really afraid of by holding him to account? We, we shouldn't need to have all this fucking bullshit being done to convict this guy, or even just to get him in a goddamn courtroom. We don't. And I think that hopefully one of the changes that, come, that comes forward after all this is to hold um, the president as an actual civilian and not a fucking king when it comes to legal matters. So when, if somebody's charging him of a crime, it's taken seriously and his ass gets to fucking court and he doesn't send a good fucking lawyer, he doesn't send you know, somebody else, he doesn't get to sit free, he, needs to, he doesn't get to ignore court orders, he takes his ass, his or her ass, to court and you know, defends themselves. Or if you want to claim, if you want to plead the fifth, which he has, um, you can do that. But he needs to be—he need, needs to be a jury of his peers, and they need to figure out his fate. Instead of right now, he's this is a, a way more than a year after what what happened in America, and he's still a free fucking person holding rallies in America. Yep.
0: Um. I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit, but staying on some real life fucking shit. Everybody, I don't know, five six years ago, we talked about on this cast right here, was so devastated about Flint, Michigan having oh, terrible goodness. fucking water. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Terrible fucking water. You couldn't drink it. It was a crisis. It was. They showed it on the news and all of that. Brown water. Uh, you know, low income town, but a terrible, terrible situation. To my knowledge, it's still not completely fixed, but uh, that's neither here nor there because people have moved on with other things. Well, here we are in uh, the year 2022. Jackson, Mississippi, majority black town and the state fucking capital of Mississippi uh, does not have clean water to drink. This is a national emergency, a crisis. Uh, The infrastructure is so fucking shit Again, richest country in the world, but the infrastructure in Jackson, Mississippi is so fucking shit that the water is toxic to drink, bathe, you can't boil it away, you cannot use the water out of the fucking tap. And I'm not talking about just for today, or tomorrow, or the rest of this month, no motherfucker, this is in fucking definitely. There is no timeline on when the fuck this shit will be fixed. I don't give a fuck anybody wants to be all rah rah america's the greatest fuck you this is an embarrassment this is worse than a whole bunch of these quote unquote shithole third world countries which i don't believe that's the case in terms of calling them shitholes or anything close to that i'm just quoting what you fucking heard about these other places on the globe that uh don't have running water that you can use This is America, and this is the bullshit that people are fucking excusing, sweeping under the rug, don't fucking give a shit about, especially since it's a black majority black city. But infrastructure is important, whether you fucking like it or not, and everybody should be fucking mad as hell about it. Uh, I don't see enough outrage about it. I don't see enough being done. Yes, the National Guard is being called and all of that, but... You need to do much more, and everybody needs to be held accountable who caused this shit and and decided not to fund something as basic as drinking water for a majority black town in Mississippi. Go ahead.
2: Well, I think one of the things that I would like to bring up is that I don't know if the—it likely is that the their water company provider is a private company. And if, if they are a private company, then they need to be— Okay, I'm going to say something that— for people that are listening to this podcast or maybe are right leaning might sound kind of fucking radicalized, but I don't really give a shit. I think that the utilities in America, all utilities should be nationalized. Like they, this, this shouldn't be private companies writing bullshit for fucking profit. It needs to be a company that is owned by our federal government that has, you know, proper backups, redundancies, and that are held to actual account. Because I can guarantee you right now, the the company that owns the the single fucking water treatment plant that is in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, they're not gonna. They're probably not even. There's probably gonna be no financial hit to them at all. And the people, maybe the company might go down, but the people that are running the company right now, they'll be fucking fine. They'll have uh, golden parachutes. They'll live the rest of their lives fucking rich. Meanwhile, people that are in that town right now are dying because they can't. Because they don't have access to basic... To, to water. This is, a, this is a basic thing in human life on the planet is having access to water. And they don't have it because they have a non-redundant water treatment system in their city. They probably had no fucking idea that it was non-redundant. And they just lived their entire lives not knowing that a single issue could happen that could remove water from their lives. And it's insane to me. So I think that and it, it, it's happening... More and more, like look at uh, even here in, in uh, California with PG&E. PG&E has caused thousands of deaths in the past ten fucking years through mismanagement and not um, keeping their uh, power lines up to code and not properly clearing brush away from the power lines, and it's caused um, fires in America, in California, that have killed thousands of people. But there's no accountability. PG&E is a monopoly. We have, if you live in certain parts of California, you have no choice but to use their utility lines. You have literally no fucking choice. And they're still around after they've caused death. And now you're going to have a company in Mississippi where their ship failed, where you paid money for them for water, and what's their, what's their recourse? They're, the people that are living there have no fucking... What, are they going to fucking sue them? How are they they're just going to go bankrupt and not, and not pay them out any money and people there are fucked. They're totally fucked.
1: I'm trying to see, yeah. <clears throat> trying to see if it was which Congress person was saying that water was not a right. Water. Yeah. Like access to water was not a right. It was like a privilege. And I was like, it's <clears>
2: literally on. If I remember correctly, life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. I think life. One of the things you need for life is fucking water. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like the basis of life on planet Earth. Is you need fucking water. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see who said this. When and, someone
2: said. And if you want to be technically, if you want to be technical, we fucking pay for it. So we're paying. So people are paying for that service, which, to me. I don't, it shouldn't even be like you should be paying a private company for this shit. But here nor there, they're paying for a service that, that that they are no longer getting. So how do you fix that? How do you fix that? I'm
0: Everybody who's passed what fifth grade uh, science knows that you can only go what is it, three to six days, three to seven days. It's not very long. Without, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like, Cronus was saying, if you don't have fucking water, you you're not living. You can live longer without food, but you need fucking water. So, like I said, national embarrassment. I don't give a fuck how you slice it. Like, that's, again, richest country in the world. You got a capital city. It's not even a rural town in in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. It's a capital city of a U.S. state. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's fucking embarrassing.
2: And, and just and, and before oh, people think that we're just like California elitists, I think before was it early on the podcast or before the podcast started, we we're talking about brownouts here in, in California. So we're not immune. And I just talked about PG and E about being fucking a bullshit company. Um, you know we're we're not immune to these same issues. It, it's it's a national problem that we're just covering up, and um, you know, meanwhile we're just we're just putting money towards the wrong shit. Look up yeah. look up look up the OCO fund and see how much money goes towards there every fucking year, even though we're not at war. Look that up and tell me how much money that we could have we used that for for something else. I don't know, like fucking drinking water. Yeah,
0: and I'll, I'll say this too. The ironic thing, just from a public policy and economic standpoint, is that infrastructure pays for it fucking self. It has an incredibly great ROI, yeah, whether you're yeah. building roads or airports or docks or power lines or whatever the fuck it is um when you bridges whatever you're doing if you're doing it well and in a um hopefully a, a a sustainable and economically um viable manner it usually has a positive ROI in the long term not right away but usually it's positive like you'll have safe drinking water for a, for the foreseeable future it's a good thing
2: i mean even me it's like more people will live longer and live in general that pay taxes
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly.
2: The other thing is, I mean,
0: it's fucking everybody knows all throughout most of the country um, you're, you're seeing a lot of triple digit heat. You know what I mean? Mississippi is not some iceberg of, of an area. I'm sure it's 90 plus degrees and shit. You got kids, you got elderly. People are going to fucking die without water. Even with the, you know, uh, bottled water being shipped in from the fucking National Guard or whatever. Some people are going to fucking die in rows. And it's just I don't know, man. I, I Obviously, there's just Outrage, burnout, or whatever, but this shit just fucking disappointed me. Disappointed the fuck out of me. These are American citizens.
2: So, real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, on
1: So you see, there's this there's, <laughs> there's a resolution, as late as late. Reason why I say late because this was in the year 2010, July 28th, 2010. The United Nations General Assembly explicitly recognized the human right to water. And sanitation and acknowledge that clean drinking water and sanitation are essential to the realization of all human rights like why did it take until 2010 Mm. (laughs) granted this is a UN thing but I don't know if the US has any kind of statute that is like this I mean I feel like this should have been done a long time ago but I, I don't know and I see that back in 2013 the CEO nextly said that water was not a human right.
2: Yeah, fuck that. Because <laughs> yeah, they monetized it. Anyway, so yeah. r- real quick, yeah. I, I probably said a word that people probably don't understand. I said the OCO fund. You can look it up. It's the Overseas Contingency Operations. It's basically something that we created uh, after 9-11 for, to fund wars outside the DoD budget, which is bullshit because the DoD budget should be towards potentially war. but. Yep. We still have the OCO fund, and it got renewed for this year for some reason when we're not technically at war fucking anywhere for the tune of $42 billion. That's on top of the DoD budget. You're you're telling me that we couldn't use that money here? And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm really um, nitpicky about, you know, helping other countries. This is not helping other countries. This budget is literally for war mainly towards like the Middle East is what was made, what it was created for, but we're not at war there anymore. Right. But we still are in the budget. It's $42 billion of, of our tax dollars for this year, even though we're not there anymore, technically. And we can't use that money. We can't divert that money towards improving our own infrastructure, which would in turn improve our own national security because people would have, you know, we'll be more secure in our actual nation for like basic human rights shit.
0: Let me sell everybody listening to my fucking voice right now on infrastructure. First of all, and Kronos and old know this quite well, way better than even me. Um, us has shit internet, uh, speed, whatnot. And it's really expensive. If you invest in better, especially in the rural areas and whatnot, obviously big country, we're a whole continent almost, you know, pacific to atlantic atlantic to pacific whatever um you invest in better infrastructure from you know just even the standpoint of high speed internet you will be able to watch interspecies reviewers in your home in a faster manner and be able to fap all day long no fucking buffering all of that shit so help yourself invest in your infrastructure and you'll be able to fap better
2: to more squid girls. Well, I think people in America—they—they—that's hilarious too. By the way, I mean, <laughs> fast internet porn is great. I got two gig fiber here. I'm just saying, yes, <laughs> it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Um, <laughs> what people don't understand about like infrastructure shit, especially when it comes to like funding—you know, basic—you know, uh, like food, sanitation, water, trash, all that shit. I think the point. It, I, I hate doing this, but I have to do it all the time because most people in America. Uh, that are oblivious to this kinds of shit, just think about it from a monetary point of view, okay? If you have better access to food, water, and education, what are you most likely to do later on in life? Have a better fucking career and make more money. If you make more money, what are you going to do? Pay more on fucking taxes. What's that going to do? Pay dividends back to America. So anytime mm. somebody says, I don't want to do any... Like, I don't want to pay more... I don't want to, you know, have inner city fucking whatever. We don't need to fucking put more in infrastructure. You're literally... Putting the, our future at stake by, you know, having poor people in the future. We need to have people that have higher-paying jobs to keep funding this fucking country for our basic fucking needs, all right. And some of these basic needs um, are not being funded enough. And if, if we simply divert that money towards, you know, actually actual basic human needs, we'd be a much better society. But we're spending it on fucking bullshit, or. We just don't have the funding for it because not enough, we're, keeping pe- we're literally keeping people poor. Yep. You, you're going to tell me that people that live in like fucking in the, in the pe- places that are not well-funded, like you, you want to call them ghettos, whatever the fuck you want to call them, if they had better opportunities, they would pay higher taxes. They could literally improve their own communities and yep. improve America in turn. But we're wasting opportunities because people are fucking selfish, non-thinking assholes.
0: What if there's a five year old right now living in Jackson, Mississippi, that is going to invent the first real world live action Gundam? What yeah, if? It could happen. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we could have that. You know what I mean? So, anyway, uh, let's wrap it on up, guys. Oh, there could if be
2: you, a of there, too. I'm just saying. You could have the gene. What,
0: what about a FUTA Gundam? <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: Oh, Wait my a God.
0: minute.
2: That's this, too bad. The sore comes off from the crotch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. I, I know <laughs> I don't ask for this often.
0: I know I don't ask for this often. That's the title. Food of Gundam. Come on okay, now.
2: Okay, there we go. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was thinking about that too. So yeah, I'm on the same page. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that. old Nico, What you got about playing this week?
1: <laughs> well, definitely not no food of Gundam. That's for sure. I can I can stay on your desktop. <laughs> um <clears throat> so probably going to do some of this more destiny obviously a bunch of more destiny actually I got to get on these Resident Evil games I've been stuck on this spot and I've been hesitant to go back Uh we didn't talk about She-Hulk episode 2 oh, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying oh, the show I still Yeah am. I'm to watch episode 3 probably tonight uh like way later tonight Uh Rings of Power is next week everyone's been <laughs> hyped up it's been showing up on uh you know ESPN and during and like, you know, pretty much everywhere, like ESPN, Rings of
2: Power. The Ocho or just regular ESPN?
1: Oh just regular ESPN okay. and, uh, and 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 um the NFL network. During all the football games are are pri- Amazon Prime is pushing, you know, people to watch the Rings of Power. So I'm gonna check it out. Starts next week. I'm gonna see what it's all about. Um what was it? Oh I'm meeting some like Meeting up with some friends. We're going to do some lunch here in the bay and like catch up. We haven't, we've like, we literally just chat, but we live within, I don't know, five miles of each other. We haven't seen each other in a year. So we're going to do some lunch and catch up and do some things. And um, I'm probably going to get an, a new TV for like 200 bucks.
0: Nice. So we'll see. Or Black Friday?
1: Yeah, before then. Uh, my friend, he was trying to buy a new TV. He has like a 50 inch um 4k tv so he's just trying to get rid of it he wants to go smaller i'm like uh you don't want that no more i'll take that we'll see it's not guaranteed
2: but i'm like at the bottom of the list so you're gonna get off the 4k i'm sorry you're gonna get off the crt tv finally
1: uh i have a 4k tv oh you do mm-hmm. yeah i already have a 4k I, we're mm-hmm. gonna get another one for living room oh,
0: okay. we have a small TV there, So uh, make, make sure it's big enough for all the food of gundams i've got a couple
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I'd have I'd have two. Because we don't have a TV. We have a small TV in the room, but nobody watches it. It's super small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just been hanging out. Uh, like I said, going to watch some Rings of Power. I'm going to start Season 3 of uh, um, Lock and Key pretty quick here. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know if you were watching last season of um, uh, Lower Decks. But Lower Decks started uh for well, speaking credit, oh, saw sorry. season
2: three yeah
1: yeah so i haven't seen season three yet so i'm gonna try to get on that as well and then oh rick and morty rick and yes, morty season I was five say that. Yeah. rick and morty season five is next week with this game uh high, high on life i'm already hyped even though they're not really connected but they feel connected the yeah. game it, it seems I'm, pretty rick and morty ish <laughs> yeah so i'm super hyped on this show uh on the game and the show. So Rick and Morty, I think is next Friday will be season five. So I'm hyped about that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of it about for me. Uh,
0: Cornus, what you got populating?
2: You know, I'm still unpacking boxes and shit. Um, I need to, uh, there's a lot of stuff I have to do, like coming up. It's like kind of personal stuff, but, um, hmm. I'm looking forward to doing, you know, getting back into rescue Residence. Like I said, earlier in the podcast, I have a board meeting, I believe, tomorrow sometime, and it'll be my first board meeting in, like, three months, um, which is, like, for me, I was, it's very long for me, because I was super on board early on, and then, like, my life kind of went to shit, so, yeah, uh, just kind of getting more into that, getting more into jiu-jitsu again, I'm trying to get more regular on jiu-jitsu, I'm trying to up my general fitness levels, so I'm doing, like, a lot of stuff that's hopefully going to help with, like, my mental health because it hasn't been great, but it's getting better. All right. That's good to hear. I I look forward to coming back to the Bay Um, briefly. I'm coming back for... um, Like a day, right? uh, Like two days, basically. Like Mr. X's wedding, I'm coming back for him. So I'm going to leave on Thursday, come back on Saturday. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, it's like a day, day and a half. (laughs) Well, I'll leave in the morning on Thursday, and then come back whenever I wake up sober on on Saturday. His wedding's on a Friday, so... Yeah, that's the realest shit I've heard in, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's me, so. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm driving. I'm not riding down there because I have a couple things oh, to pick up. Okay. So I got I to gotta replace some brake pads on my car tomorrow, and then I got to get some uh, – not tomorrow, on Friday, and then I'm going to get an oil change, make sure my car will be good to go. I look forward to seeing some people, not every I, – I won't be able to see everybody, but I'll see some of y'all. Yeah, um, yeah you won't be able
1: to see me. It's going to suck because I'm going to be working. But
2: Yeah, sorry. But it'll yeah. – just short trip coming right back there and back and uh coming back down here and yeah this will be an interesting year for for you know the family because this is not like our forever home this is just like very temporary for us literally we plan on being here for like a year and then Probably. buying a home hopefully next year that'll be our our home until you know our our youngest you know graduates high school but for now i mean she's in uh she's in School and she's doing great in school and she's doing a lot a lot better. And I was really concerned for a while after we moved because like it was a lot of change for her. And she but now she's she's back on the straight and narrow. So she stopped stabbing kids. I was like, all right, That's good. <laughs> i It wasn't that. Bad. She's been doing alright in school. <sighs> all right, she's been doing excellent in school. They like a star system, and she's been she only got like one not good star, like, the whole time she's been there. So it's been it's been great.
0: That's great. That's great. Uh, for me, I'm definitely going to catch up with on some Sandman. Uh, I've been working a whole fucking lot lately, so I uh, want to definitely catch up on that. And I'll try Ring of Power a little bit, but most important, I got to finish this goddamn raid. Uh, shout out to everybody who attempted to try to help uh, on the first time, go around, but now we got a better methodology. And what's it? The vaulted glass, glass one, right? All the hard jump.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: no, no, not no, no we not uh,
0: Okay, mm. man, I, I feel it, like I need to fall off a few more platforms.
1: You will. It's funny because there's a legit jumping puzzle
2: we haven't even gotten to yet. Oh, I don't. Uh, probably this is what I don't understand. All right, because you're we're the same, basically the same age. You grew up in the goddamn Mario era. How do you not know how to fucking jump?
0: You I know have, what it is. Uh, the Mario Brothers one at least, which is what, the one I played the most of. It didn't really have a double jump, right?
2: But no. double jumping is super. That's like. Yeah, that was, the that double jump was like is. Super Nintendo era, which obviously you fucking lived through too.
0: So, <laughs> you um, know what it is too, with especially with Destiny, it's the um, the on off for the uh, the warlock or oh, the, whatever. The,
2: the, the fucking warlock, like it's Super too late, D- easy you, fix. Yeah, I'm already,
0: I'm already, already no,
2: I, Honestly, I'm surprised that you play as the war. I'm a warlock player. I'm surprised yeah. that, that you're just playing the wrong fucking class. <laughs> well,
0: but I already, didn't know anything about it at first.
1: The, yeah. the only the tank the. The tankiest class is the is the uh, uh titan. The titan. Yeah, I thought side. he would have
2: been a titan. Yeah. 50%. However,
1: the titan's jump is even more similar to the warlock now. Oh really? So, okay. Yeah, because they added there's each one now has a three three types of jumps, and the the titan jump is very similar to the um, to the warlock. The difference is when you jump first, you like boost. You can boost up upward. And then you, know you control your jump, so it's kind of
0: weird. It's not too late to maybe make another character. Let me get through this raid, and then I, I might make another character. I mean, we'll it's see.
1: Not, it's not, but you got to, like, get through. I mean, what you can do is move weapons to your new character, but it will be the armor that will take you kind of a, a minute to get to get back yeah. in order. So, I mean, I have three characters that I've carried all the way from D1. So, mm.
2: Yeah, I, you being a warlock, in, the, in the, it'd be like if you were playing... Borderlands 2, and you were not the fucking the shotgun guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you playing Salvador? That's obviously you.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I mean, even in Elden, I was like, I had a gravity magic, but I was still fucking a tank. You know what I mean? I had like like,
2: a tank guy. Warlock is not a tank.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not a tank. But the Warlock is super powerful now. Like, they, with this new, the latest two updates, they've made their like, magic even more crazy hitting and I mean it's cool.
0: I might, you can I you
1: might. Can you be tanky, but not really.
0: Yeah, and I'll, i might I might mess around with some Titan. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start a new character. But it's all good. All right, kick us out, old it! All
1: right. You just experienced Black and Black Times Affinity. Who to me uh, We we didn't say we're stitching uh uh blue where they're out in the wind but they'll hopefully be back soon. Well blue should be not back next week. He didn't come in. Uh he said he was gonna peek in, but he, he never did, but it's okay. Uh you can check us out anywhere and everywhere with uh and BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes, that's whatever you're listening to. Tell your friends. Uh we have a Discord. We have a bunch of cool stuff in the discord and whatnot. if you want to uh, join or get an invite uh, email us gsmbti at gmail.com and check out our official website binheadproductions.com forward slash gsmbti and then every wednesday we go live 830 pacific ish in penetrating
2: further and
0: further into the
1: vastness of space have questions remain on that disturbing